can't get through a fucking Christmas without watching a dog shit movie, did you? <laughs> I mean, no. I did. Was that the stated mission? Good movie. <laughs> goal of these was that it was to be bad. I can't remember. I mean, the first one was the Mario Brothers movie, probably the best great movie, movie. We've covered. Love that yeah. movie. That's a great. You're not so far. You're not. You're not proving to me the bad movie. Certainly movies. a checkered reputation, though. Yeah, Mouse Hunt was fun. I yeah, didn't, no, no. Honestly, generally, I would say <laughs> I three even stars watch, plus for these. I didn't watch Mouse Hunt. But I've seen it before, and listen, you guys I, talk about it again. I'm like, this. I don't like this movie. This movie gives me bad feelings. <laughs> I did not like Mouse Hunt as a child. I had more fun yeah. watching it as an adult. It's a weird fucking movie. Making a black a comedy for movie. small children is a weird call. Anyway, I'm sorry. I, yeah. We should probably <laughs> introduce, I guess. I'm not going to call Mouse Hunt a great film, but it's worth watching. Yeah, it's weird. And I like yeah. that. Yeah. Then we had, what, Honey, We Shrunk Ourselves. I watched that too much as a kid to have an objective opinion on it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that was a fun one, though. It's funny we we haven't done Ninja Turtles for this, but I I think it's too, like... No, we have to do it now, Zach, next year. No, no. But the problem is, like, most people agree that... it's my favorite movie! Right, that's the thing. Most people agree that movie's just good. We're not watching anyone's favorite movie for Christmas. We watch... Favorite we watch weird movies. kids movies that people forgot about. Yeah, oh, man. Yes, I would agree that with that. It yeah. is. It is people, like the forgotten ones. Yes, people care about Ninja Turtles too much for that to really fit the bill here. Okay, that's fair. That's fair. No one cares about Wayne Zelinsky except me. People care about Wayne Zelinsky. I, I don't know that Wayne Zelinsky, but not the <laughs> third one. That's no. That's no, the thing. Ever, that's the one for and, me though. <laughs> did, did we ever uh, get any uh, traction on that fourth that, like revival they were trying to do? I don't know. He's sort of out of retirement. I get Luke. Can oh, you yeah, please? Sure I know people probably know who we are, but you have to introduce us. I'm dying. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, no. It's the it's the teenagers of attitude holiday extravaganza. I'm Luke. I'm Zach. I'm Emily. I'm Cassie. Yay! Yeah. We're here. You. I messaged you and said, hey, when are we watching a shitty movie for Christmas? You're like, oh, I didn't know if we were going to do that this year. And I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about? No. Yeah, we... You can't... It's tradition. It's... It, listen, I... We've all been pretty busy. Like, your, your yeah, schedule moved around. Busy, and, like, which you, is, you... Yeah, you pretty much, like, were like, I'm unofficially off the podcast, so we just didn't want to bother you. you I know? work like, at night. I don't know what yeah, to tell it's you. Not, it's I'm, not I'm your not fault. Saying, no, I'm just saying... I'm just saying, like, we weren't... <laughs> And but like when you came into the chat, I was like really happy and excited yeah, that you wanted uh-huh. to do it. Luke basically, <laughs> was like, "Hey, everybody, what the? F- why are you fucking sitting around? What are you doing?" Yeah, <laughs> yeah Zach, you're like, "Well, I don't know if I had it in me to organize this." And you're like, "When do you ever organize this? This is my thing." <laughs> it's true, and also, uh, you we usually do like, "Hey, what do you guys want to do?" And you were like, "We're doing Big Fat Liar. Watch it." Well, because yeah, you. D- <laughs> You just, I just had to reach into my sack, my my Santa's sack of gifts, and pull out the first shitty kids movie there, that came to mind. So I, ha- I, I do have to ask, wh- yeah. why this one? I just thought, what's a bad kids movie? And for whatever reason, that's the one that was floating up at the top. <laughs> okay, okay. So it wasn't like I don't this understand. Was my favorite you, you guys, movie. I don't, I don't get it though, because like you, you keep saying bad. Look, Emily, no. I had a There's really things... good time watching this movie. <laughs> Before we start, I have to say the I cast in this movie. The cast what? in this movie is nuts. It's an incredible cast. Like it's so good. Almost every 
every bit person is famous now. Like, it, yeah, it, it, and so <laughs> when, when you look back, Big Fat Liar really started a lot of careers. Well, I mean, Did this it was Paul. Like, wasn't like Frank Frankie Muniz already a thing? Not not I Frankie so, Muniz, yeah. but but like Paul. This is Paul, Paul Giamatti's first like starring role. He oh, was in wow. other stuff. Huh. But Wait, is it? Wow. But this is his first like big thing. And yeah. and this sideways is the year after this, which is like right. where he became big. And he goes from having blue skin to drinking red wine. Yeah, it's a contrast. <laughs> Makes you thing. think. <laughs> it d- doesn't. It doesn't make you think. That doesn't. That's just two colors. You said. Oh, all right. Well, <laughs> I but, think the first movie I watched of Paul Giamatti and it was Shoot 'Em Up. I, Paul Giamatti. Mm-hmm. That's one of his best performances. I would argue. I like that yeah. movie. Movie's not great, uh, but like, boy, he's good in it, and I, I think he's good in this. Honestly, I. I go ahead. Sorry. I was going to say, the only other Paul Giamatti movie I can think of is Lady in the Water. I forgot he was in that. Yeah, that's a bummer. He's the main, he's the main character. He's Cleveland Heap himself. I yeah. might have seen that before Shoot 'em Up, but I only recognized him from Shoot 'em Up. I, for, I completely erased Lady in the Water from my brain after watching it, I think. He's a former doctor whose family died, and he was so traumatized, he stopped doing medicine and became he was the a, main an guy? super. Yeah, he's the main guy. Oh my god. He's yeah. the guy who finds the lady in the water. He is he's the he's the Jewish really Santa Claus. I really don't remember that movie. <laughs> in uh in Fred, Fred Claus. Claus. Yes, the yeah. movie where uh what's that fucking dude's name? Uh the guy who's a real right wing now. I haven't now. seen Vince Fred Vaughn. Claus. I can't Vince help Vaughn you. Vince Vaughn is uh is his shitty brother. Another, and he's um, Santa. Yeah. Another one of his standout roles to me is The Rhino in Amazing Spider-Man 2. Yes, yes, yes. I, That's a I joke wish he'd gotten he to was good do that. that yeah, because he's yeah. only in like two minutes, but he yeah. he sure is having a fun time. Uh huh. Yeah, I could I could have seen that. That's kind of my thing with him. I always like him. So even in this, uh-huh. I'm like, well, yeah. Th- I mean, he's doing it. He's doing what they're asking him no to do. No one in this movie is half-assing it. That's, I guess, the... No, they're... they're. I mean, well, who's half-assing it is the writers and the directors. Yes, correct. That's that's true. Uh-huh. <laughs> they're half-assing it, but the actors came to work, you know? Yeah. It... it. That's very true. Everyone who's in this movie is like, here we... Here we... Here I am. I'm gonna do yeah. my best. And a lot of... We'll talk about it, like, as we meet them, but it's... I seriously, like, every five minutes, I'm like... God damn! Okay, you're in this. Cool. Yeah. Uh, like, yeah, yeah. yeah. So I, uh, that- I was really surprised to see this is not a Nickelodeon movie. I could have swore it was. It feels like one. It does. Feel it's got like, a Nickelodeon attitude. It to does it. feel like Harriet the Spy oh, yeah. or like one of those yeah. like like oh we did this. Remember or Snow Day? Yeah, that's a Nickelodeon one, right? I believe it is. Yeah. Uh, another um, actor in this that became kind of a thing was Amanda Bynes. Was she already like a yes. Disney Channel person? I think she was already on Nickelodeon. She was on yeah. all Nickelodeon. Of that already, okay, but then yeah. she becomes yeah. uh, a a uh, like she's in movies for a little while, and I mean, and then listen, she has a lot of mental health problems. Yeah, and hey, who can blame her? Yeah, uh, it's I feel bad for she's I, I, also, I liked her back yeah, in the day. When she's she really was fun a kid, in this, and that's a fucking bummer. It it sucks that she yeah. like. Her and Lindsay Lohan, because if man, I I don't think Mean Girls is like a perfect movie, but she's so good no. in that movie, and yeah, yeah, it's yeah. it sucks that that Hollywood chews people up and spits them out. It's yeah. no good, right? Yeah. Um, but yeah, so Luke 
this is your fucking pick. Do you want to? Uh-huh, yeah. Do you, you want to walk us through this fantastic film? Sure. Well, first, sure, I remember. Like, I what? Oh, okay. Yeah, go you're ahead. gonna say. I was gonna ask you. I thought we were gonna jump into it, but I was gonna ask you about why. Like, did you watch this a lot? No, I remember seeing it in theaters as a kid. This came out. I think I was in sixth grade, and I I do remember thinking it was a hoot and a half. Just just yucking it up in the theater quoting it at people that had not seen it and did not care what was the big quote line what was the i remember really being into the scene of the bully training the grandma that's the worst part of the movie here's here's what i'm gonna say (laughs) that's the only part i didn't like (laughs) about the bully i don't know who that guy is but he's funny the the bully actor himself is is again doing it but yeah right it is that scene is also like it, it's it's the most Invader Zim lol so random scene. Right, she's lifting weights, but the weights are yarn balls. Right, so maybe that's because it was two thousand two. That's when it was. Yeah. It was I just time. I just really remember just like it's all you, Grandma, being like a really funny line when I was eleven. Fair enough. <laughs> I can understand that. I can understand why that would happen. Uh-huh. I was trying. Yeah. To, I think I'm just. I was like I'm. A little older than you. I was maybe just like a little too old. This is the first one of these yeah. I've done that I have not seen. So I'm, I have no okay. nostalgia. Yeah, 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 yeah. For I've this. never seen this. Right. I've never seen this uh, movie either. And I'll say, like, it faded for probably a month after I saw it, and I had not really thought of it. It came up somewhere, and that's probably why it was floating in the back of my head when I needed to pick a movie. I know exactly where it came up, because uh, they talked about it on Blank Check, because there was a okay. fake-ass second s- or a sequel, like, 15 years later, with right, none bigger, of- Right, Bigger, Fatter, Liar. Right, yes, they did talk about uh-huh. this. I remember this now. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, oh no. okay. We'll stop. No, we, no, see, keep recording. Keep recording. Okay. Okay. All right. We'll we'll have Eric fix it. Yeah, we'll have to clap you back in. Okay. That's yeah. Fine. Just so just yeah, when you're ready. Um, and then we'll have a uh, yeah. We'll Eric can just fix it. No, it's okay. No, you're fine. You're fine. Uh, what's the last thing we said? Said oh, just we're uh yeah. There's a second one. Um, so we can. I guess I'm just looking at his IMDb. I guess uh, he's uh, sorry. Uh, Paul Giamatti was in ch- yeah, fucking recording again. Jungle Cruise. Okay. okay, let's let's pass back in. Three, two, one. So yeah, there's a second one with none of the same fucking people in it. Yeah, right, I watched. Right, I watched right. a, a YouTube review of the second one. Okay, <laughs> how, how did they? How did they enjoy it? it? They 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 hated it. They yeah, were like, okay, "Oh, good. the original movie had this these fun bits that made sense, and this new one is just a remake of it. It's like not even a sequel. Yeah. It's like a remake of it, but like really badly done. That's yeah. nuts to me. They they were like, "Like, let's take this sacred text, big fat liar, and do it again." Is an insane yeah. prospect. sacred text. Yeah. <laughs> This movie, I feel like, is cut from a cloth of, like, a very late 90s, early 2000s yeah. Nickelodeon thing of, like, oh, kids rule. Yes. And it's just going to be about kids torturing it, an adult. It feels like like blank check-ish, where it's like... Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I know I just said the the podcast, but the right, movie... We're talking about the movie blank check. Uh, where it's like, 
it's like a lot of it is just like look at the things this child has and you're like you're supposed to be like hell yeah like it's just weird what i think it's mostly just about like well this adult just doesn't get it but we're kids and right. we have the power yes. you know that was a very nickelodeon is, yeah. I mean, attitude it's a time capsule we're gonna slime sure. you grown-ups i will say in, in this one they made a very unlikable guy and it was very right. cathartic to watch him get his ass owned actually i thought um, uh-huh, uh-huh. and like yeah like you guys are like totally right in that like it's it, it's a kid power fantasy but like i was able to enjoy it as that i'm like yeah i, sure. I was a kid and sure. i watched this i'd be like who doesn't want to slime an adult that is mean totally to you. fair <laughs> luke why don't you kick us off with the plot yeah, and sure. i will tell you why it didn't work for me when we get that's there. fair yeah we'll, uh, we'll get sure. to it when we do the podcast yeah absolutely we open on jason shepherd waking up this kid's thing is he's a pathological liar okay Right yeah. off the bat, he I don't think he is. That's my main problem with this movie, because he doesn't no, he, do he it lies enough. A bunch of the, he lies to his dad that he's already awake, and then he lies to his mom he, that he ate his oatmeal. Here's the thing. He lies a lot, but at yeah. some point he just stops doing it, and I don't right. think that's how pathological liars work. So I think he's not a pathological liar. I think he's just a piece of shit. Like, I don't, <laughs> I don't think he is has some kind of problem i think he's just an asshole like i here's my thing yeah, I, I think mean, he like, should be a go ahead go ahead emily i was just gonna say i mean like i kind of understand what zach's saying but like no yeah yeah, yeah. i mean like that part yeah, of this yeah. movie is his character development that's I, true yes but I, I i get what zach's saying in that i i think he needs to be a better liar when he's out because he tells like Stupid little kid lies that are easily disproven, you know? And and I think real pathological liars just, like, they're not lying to get out of things. They just can't stop lying. And yeah, I like, I mean, le- okay, Zach, I, now I understand that one. I called the child a pathological liar. I'm not I'm not cracking open the DSM okay, 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 <laughs> while I'm enough. watching Big Fat Liar with Frankie Muniz. Fair enough, fair enough. But yes, that is, <laughs> you're right. That's how it opens. They, they, it is, it's one of those funny things where, like, you know, all these movies, it's like the kid in Rookie of the Year, his thing is he hurt himself and now he could throw a fastball. The kid in, right. you know, uh, like Blank Check, his thing is he got a bunch of money. This kid's thing is yeah. he won't fucking stop lying. That's his magical power, I guess. Like, yeah. It's, yeah, yeah. And he's, well, and he's, but, and he's yeah. like reasonably good at thinking on his feet to make shit up, I guess. But like, obviously right. not good enough. But yeah. Yeah, I mean, and, like, he gets stopped by bullies on the way to school, and here's where I think they've messed up with, like, characterizing him. I think he should be able to smooth talk his way out of being bullied, instead of just antagonizing them and getting his skateboard stolen. It should be, I, I he agree. comes up with some Bugs Bunny bullshit, and just kind of clowns on him and gets away. So we establish, well, the lies do work until they don't. But we yeah. don't get that. Yes, that's true. The, we just so we immediately get, it doesn't matter that, that this kid's like, won't shut the fuck up. Kid, he will still be beaten by everybody. The, yeah. There's two things in this scene real quick. The first is it, rem- it made me think I actually probably shouldn't watch Malcolm in the middle again, because as we mentioned, it's Frankie Muniz. Oh, sure. And he does yeah. the thing he did in Malcolm in the middle in the lot, which is that basically he's smart. The bullies are dumb. Right. And he wants yeah. you to know that. And boy, yeah. the like, I'm not going to say ableist because it's not that, but it's like you want, you can hear him wanting to use the R word, which gets used in this movie, by the way. This, yeah. yeah, I was really thrown when that comes up later. Um, yeah. But yeah, he, he just really, it's not even like, 
you know, uh, you're just, you know, like acting out. It's just like, you're dumb. You're so stupid. Like it, and it's, right. it's, there's a tone I don't love. And I, I remember that being a big thing in Malcolm in the middle too. Cause he's a genius. That's sure. the whole thing. And right. then the second thing I have to mention about this scene is the bullies. I love them. Actually, they're hilarious. <laughs> the laugh, the <laughs> laugh that this kid has is the funniest thing in this movie. His yeah. like, <laughs> like it's so cliche that it really caught me off guard and made me chuckle at the very beginning. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so he you know gets a skateboard stolen by these bullies. He also lied to his parents. Oh no, I totally did my English assignment last night. Yeah, uh, it's finished. But he gets to school, like, a split second too late. What's this fucking school where they lock him out of the building because he's a minute late to yeah, class? Yeah, that's insane. What? <laughs> I've seen that in anime where the school gate closes, but, like, right? I've never really <laughs> seen that in uh, Western media too much. That's one thing where it's, like, it's a gated school. This is, like, the teacher is, like, you're late for class and so you can't come to class? What? Yeah, like, what yeah. the hell? Like, that's, like, <laughs> like so, so go be a true even though like you're only a little bit late like yeah, go get like, arrested idiot right, that's the thing. It's, it's not just that like you know that doesn't make sense because you want the kid to learn you have made this child a criminal like by not right. yeah. them in class because it's illegal yeah. to do that uh yeah it's wild i don't get it either yeah, I think- the, the woman stares him in the eye and then walks away with the door locked <laughs> is this a private school I don't, I don't think know. So. They're not like dressed in uniforms and shit. It looks like a public school to me from all the shots. Yeah. Like his teacher is very like proper in a weird it, way. I but think she, I yeah. think it's it has private coding. school aesthetics. Yes, I would agree. But it, I think it just got school aesthetics. They didn't think about it too much. Yeah, it's uh, school, uh, but it's worse because they're meaner about it. Uh-huh, so how does uh-huh. he get in, Luke? Well, he goes to the window of his classroom and. Uh, you know, the teacher is already haranguing people for not having done their assignment. You know, other kids are, like, giving excuses for why they didn't do their assignment. <laughs> How right. many of these kids are failing this class? Because we're going to find out this like one was... homework assignment was worth a third of your grade. So if you didn't do it, it's just, I guess you better hope you got a 100 on everything else than get a D. Yeah. Otherwise you failed. We will find out that it's a it's a fiction story he was supposed to write, and it's a thousand yeah. words, which I I checked. That's like three pages. It's not now. I, go ahead. I I hear you. I will say when you're fourteen, that may as well be. I have to write an entire that's, novel. I, yes, that's a lot as a kid. The reason that's a problem. Just note that, I guess, listener. <laughs> sure. Yeah. Sure. Oh, I, I think I see what you're saying. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but he gets his friend Amanda Bynes to. Um, <laughs> You know, ask the teacher to open up the door because it's a little toasty in here. Yeah, he pages uh, her to distract the teacher. I appreciate that Amanda Bynes just has a Midwest accent and, like, just has it in this movie. Yeah. I think she's like, really – she honestly, she's – She's fun in this movie. More fun than yeah. he is because, again, he I seems kind of like kind of an ass and she just seems fun. Um, she's I, also yeah, a better like, liar than he is. What yeah, is she does like some really like, like she. It shows that she can like think on her feet too, like him. But she doesn't. Right. She doesn't. She's not an asshole. He's just she an can asshole. like slip into a character and like do the character properly. Right. <laughs> what I have to ask this question: What yeah. is their relationship? I do not They're understand friends. it. They're, They're friends. friends. They're okay. 
I there's guess one she, scene in the movie where it's like they might have hinted a little tiny, tiny bit at romance, but no, they're just buds. No, they don't. They're young th- enough that like it might not even be a thing they're thinking about. They don't kiss at the end, and I appreciate that. But yeah, I also sure. don't understand. If my buddy was like, hey, fly across the country with me, I'd be like, are you fucking high? Like, I don't. But she's okay, just but like, it's okay. It's a kid's movie, Zach. Yeah, like, I mean, that's, that's if, the if, premise if of the film. If she was a boy, you wouldn't even question it. Like, I guess that's true. That's fair. That's a fair point. Yes. Um, but, uh, he climbs through the window and, uh, you know, tries to make it like, no, I was here the whole time. I was just opening the window. And the teacher's like, all right, motherfucker, guess it's time for you to read your homework assignment to the class then. And, uh, he, his big lie here is, well, last night my mom made Swedish meatballs and my dad just likes them so much that he choked on one. It's such a stupid and lie. And had to go to the emergency room <laughs> and I had to be at my dad's side at the ER all night because he was, uh choking on a meatball all night long and i try oh i tried to write my homework assignment while i was in there but i just couldn't concentrate i had to be at my father's side um which i feel like if you count those words up he basically just did the homework assignment then and there on the spot yeah he yeah. could have just wrote a he could have just improved a story it would have been great I, actually i'm yeah, just I, saying no, i, I think he just completed the homework assignment right here right now I yeah like <laughs> when true. she first started asked for the homework assignment i assumed he was just gonna go up and say a story yeah 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 and and it's the th- the th- That's true. If he had just held a piece of paper up and pretended to read it while he was doing this, then he's golden. <laughs> oh yeah, that's true. If you're gonna read it, then you don't. Yeah, he could have just done that. That's also a lie. But I guess he doesn't have a document to turn in and get graded at that point. But you know, he. So he he. Uh, not only does he make this lie, but then she goes out to confirm it. So he calls. Uh, or, well, he or, gives he gives her yeah, his he number. says That's by right, all means yes. call my dad to confirm all of this here's a phone number and it's actually his phone number for his cell phone he's a real cool kid to have a cell phone in like 2001 yes um yeah right he's yeah. paging early he's got a cell phone this kid's like he's he's a tech guru and the, right. the thing I think I hate most about this child, who I did tell you Luke on on Twitter that I I do hate this boy uh uh-huh. but is that yeah, the sucks. whole class <laughs> loves this. They're like, oh, oh yeah. this is so funny and cool. And I'm like, dude. I mean, none of them seem to like this teacher, and he's pulling a fast one on her. The fact that none of these kids, like, fucking snitch on him immediately is insane. I do yeah. not. Like. <laughs> cool that kids. is a surprising part. Cool kids and none of them are narcs. <laughs> yeah, yeah uh-huh. apparently. Uh, because then, yeah, he gives his phone to Amanda Bynes and pressures her into pretending to be his dad's secretary. Yeah, he's also an asshole to his friend who he gets to lie for him constantly through this film. Yeah. I'm sorry. Um, That's like I the think, more thing know, about their relationship is why are they friends? <laughs> They're um, probably I think friends she's, as kids. Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah really yeah. young. I also think she's lying to herself about how much she likes lying to people for fun because she does it very casually. She's really constantly. good at it. Yes, she's so. She's good kind of like, at no, it. I don't want to. But then she does it, and she's better than him again. She, and then just keeps it up longer than she has she to. She has in this, some cases this thing she does in this that I think is funny, where she's like, no, no, I can't possibly, and then immediately trans like does like an all that character, like a full character. Yeah. Uh, as opposed yeah, to just yeah. lying, and it is funny right. when she does that. I do like that part a lot. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, but yeah, he give 
you know, she acts as the secretary, passes the call off to Frankie Muniz, who pretends to be his dad. But he's got a sore throat because he had a dang meatball in there all night. <laughs> and, uh, you know, lays it on real thick. The teacher buys it, but I guess, you know, calls again later to confirm it again. Or maybe, you know, wish well to his parents. And, yeah, ah, probably caught. was a wish well, I think is what happened. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, whoops, they, wouldn't you know it, they figured out, because this lie was airtight, and there's no way that it would have been discovered, uh, and she asks him into her office at the end of the day, uh, and whoops, there's the parents, and they're so mad, because yeah. he won't just, he just won't stop lying, damn it. Yep. Um, Paul Giamatti gives him pointers on how to improve this. I disagree with Paul Giamatti's advice later. I think the, what you do, throw this whole thing out. You just get some Sharpie, you draw um, a line with some, like, crosses on it to look like stitches from a distance, then you say, I was I was in the ER all night, I cut my arm really bad coming home from school, so I didn't have time to write the assignment. Bada bing, bada boom. And you you also go, like, and can I turn it in tomorrow? You need to, like, offer, yes. like, hey, I'll fix it. You can't just be like, yes. yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um... But yeah, she she says, well, okay, again, he will fail this class and have to retake it in summer school if he doesn't give me this fucking assignment. So I'm teaching uh, an English course at the community college until six tonight. If you can get it to me by then, sure, I'll count it still. Um, so he's got to run home. He's like, oh, but how am I going to write a story that fast? And his dad's like, well, you little shit. <laughs> kind of seems yeah. like making up stories is your bread and butter. So you can probably yeah. fucking figure it out. And um, and and then he just writes a Veggie Tales episode. He just writes he Larry does, Boy and the Fib from Outer Space. He does just write Larry Boy and the Fib from Outer Space. We never get the whole thing, but over the course of the movie, we start to put together. It is about like a guy that turns giant because of lies he tells or yeah. something. Because of a lie he told, it got too big. Just yeah, like exactly. The fib. He right, later uh-huh. later he gives more details. Uh, to Paul Giamatti, and a, a potion is involved. So there's potion apparently is involved, magic, yes. I guess. Right. Or science. Right, of course. Or alchemy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so, but by the time he finishes, it's already 545. He's got to get to the community college right away. So he's got to take his sister's bike. We see it's his older sister, so I don't know why she it, has, it, like, he, a little he, girl. He says it's her old bike. Oh, it's her old bike. Okay, I took, okay, Jane, fair I took Janie's old bike. That's That's fair. Uh, yeah, because he's got, like, a bike that's clearly too small for him. The bullies are laughing at him as he goes past. Uh, and because he's freaking out, you know, about the time, not looking where he's going, he slams right into a white limousine. And, and uh, immediately who, he's a fucking shitbag. Who's like, in there but Paul Giamatti? God yeah, damn it. And I'm sorry. He's just like, oh, but, we, he's like, I think we hit a kid. And he's like, ha, huh, I'm on the phone. Leave me yeah. alone. Uh, th- yes, Paul Giamatti immediately establishes he does not care about the fact that a child was almost killed. Uh, right. Luke, I just have to say this and we can move on quickly. Now that you've uh-huh. said the thing about the, <laughs> about it. I mean, I'll, I'll say it for the people listening. Uh, 
Luke we talked about how out. we weren't going to talk about this. I know, we're yeah. going to do it very quickly. Luke, before this, pointed out that uh, Paul Giamatti in 2002 looks like Alex Navarro now. I can't, now I can't stop seeing it. I'm so mad at you that you've said this to me. <laughs> uh, They're just the same man. Uh, anyway, yeah. Uh, so... Frankie Muniz has to be like, you know, I could fucking sue you for hitting me with your goddamn limo. Uh, and Paul G. is like, oh, all right, fine. Get in the fucking limo. Right. I'll, I'll give you a ride to where you were going since I ruined your bike. Uh, and of course, the the whole thing here is that, you know, Frankie Muniz is he's a little skinny liar, but he just ran into a big fat liar. That's right. Big fat liar. Who also isn't really fat. Like, well, no, I'm no, that's not, I'm what not it literally. Means. Well, yeah. I think they do. They say a couple times, like there are there are explicit fat jokes, and then there are a couple like, oh, he's oh, yeah. big, like. But anyway, it's stupid. But, I mean, there's the yeah, I didn't notice yeah. them. But. Yeah, I mean, there's the scene of him dancing in a speedo, but like, right? It's more that yeah. where they're like, "Isn't this funny? He shouldn't be doing this." But yeah, uh, sure, yeah. So he is an, a producer. Uh, I feel like any yes. guy in a speedo who isn't like jacked is ma- you're making fun of them in a film. That's true. Maybe jacked or yeah. just like rail. Thin. I don't feel yeah, like it's yeah. a freaking. Uh, yeah, I don't. I, don't I, 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 I did not feel like a fat joke. I was me. maybe I was just, just yeah, not more like this is a middle aged man joke. I was maybe yeah. just mad at the movie, but yeah. So he, <laughs> that's sure. He uh, <laughs> he's a washed up producer, and he he. Well, I mean, I guess not washed up, but he says he has not had a hit in a little bit, but he's got one brewing. He's washing up. He's in the process yes. of washing up. Um, And he, uh, you know, Frankie Muniz gives his story and he's like, oh, uh, he immediately is like, oh, you tried to get out of it by faking that you were your dad on a phone call, right? And he's like, yeah. you should have done sp- this. I think he specifically knew it was the meatball one, too, which was weird. <laughs> yes. Well, no, no. First, like, like, oh, what would you say? Dog ate your homework? And Frankie Muniz has to be like, no, nah, I said my dad choked on a meatball. Oh, sure. And then you pretended to be him on the phone. Yeah. Here's what you oh, should have okay. done, kid. Make your make your dad, your sister, make the meatball a chicken wing. Be easier to sell. Yeah. Like, And I didn't, and I didn't understand that at all, is why that would be a better line. <laughs> uh, well, I'll say it makes more sense to choke on a chicken wing than a meatball. Because it has a bone in it. That's yeah. true. Uh, That's the thing people choke on sometimes, unlike meatballs. Right. Uh, so he. What if Frankie Muniz didn't have a sister? He. Yeah. <laughs> One of the things I like about this is that's kind of funny to me is he sort of seems friendly at first and then. Right. Frankie Muniz is like, wow, you made a lot of shitty movies. And then he's immediately an asshole. Of course, he's going to well, be an he, asshole anyway. He hates but. him at first, and then he realizes that this kid's a piece of shit like him. And he's like, oh, let me give you a little piece of shit advice, kid. Right. You got to do it better than that. Right. All right, wait, now I'm tired of you. Get the fuck out of my limo. So he kicks um, him out. Kicks him out at the college, but then turns out he left the essay behind. And at first, Paul Giamatti's like, hey, kid, you left your... Now, hold on a second. What am I reading here? He picks up <laughs> He immediately pack. recognizes it as, like, an amazing film, apparently. I've had time to read about half a sentence, and I'm engrossed. <laughs> His <laughs> eyebrows go up the moment he picks it up. So I guess he's a speed reader. Yeah. But also, yeah. this is the part where I was mentioning 
this is three pages or maybe four, yeah. and he's like, right. I will turn this into a film. No problem. We got this. Like, yeah. <laughs> now, what I'll say is you can find stories of similarly stupid bullshit getting turned into movies. Sure. That, that's fair. <laughs> like, fucking that, that cartoon movie Spies in Disguise was just like, yes. a guy made an animated short about a pigeon getting stuck in a briefcase and someone bought it for like a $10 million. That's true. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I believe the the mo- hotel Transylvania was basically sold as "What if monsters owned a hotel?" The end. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so yeah. <laughs> so fair. This is frankly a pretty in depth script treatment compared to some shit. Uh. So he takes this, and we then see what movie he's currently working on, which, which is frankly, I, I don't love. think he needed to steal Big Fat Liar. This seems like the greatest movie I've ever heard of. <laughs> Jaleel White and a chicken are buddy cops. And it I love is it so much. I love that Jaleel White is himself. He's not playing yes. like another actor. He's he no, is no, no. Jaleel White. Uh, and Paul Giamatti keeps calling him Urkel, and he's like, "Fuck you." Yeah, and I was and I, and I was like, I felt a little bit like, um, I felt a little bit bad because as soon as I saw him, I was like, "Oh, it's Urkel," and then he calls him Urkel and he gets offended. I'm like, "Oh, oh no, oh man." See, I said, jerk. "Oh, it's Sonic sorry. the Hedgehog." In I'm my sorry, head, Jaleel right. White. <laughs> uh, but yeah, he's a. It's a buddy cop movie with a chicken. Uh, yeah, the, the chicken doesn't. But he's speak. not feeling. He doesn't. No, it's just a chicken. It's not like a cartoon chicken. It's not a talking chicken. <laughs> it's it's just a, a chicken, chicken in a little police hat. The chicken's name is Whitaker. Which yes. is a good name for a chicken. <laughs> I agree. <laughs> uh, but, you know, Jaleel is not that happy. He says the right... He, his main complaint is that the, there's, the writing is not very good. He's like, I don't know what my character's motivation is, because it's not on the page. Yeah. Uh, now your motivation is you don't want to go to flip burgers at McDonald's. Which... So you're going to read the lines we give you. I understand that Jaleel White had some issues. I understand that Jaleel White did not find, like, a you know, he he did not become, like, a huge star past that. Jaleel White was yeah. on fucking Family Matters. He does not yeah, need I'm to sure work at McDonald's. Yeah, I'm sure Family Matters residuals yeah. Were, yeah, yeah. just fine for a while there. Yeah. Um, I'm also not clear if Paul Giamatti's the director or the producer, because he's sure acting like the director in this he's, scene. He's says, the producer, but he's, yeah. I think, like, I think producers can be very, like, Hands sure. On. Hands on. If they yeah. those are the bad producers, usually. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, I, I just think they should have taken the budget for this movie and made Whitaker and Fowl a real movie. Oh yeah, <laughs> I would have watched. That would have been an instant classic. <sighs> I agree. I that ju- I just realized that must mean that Julia White's character's name is Fowl, and that's very yeah, funny to yeah. me. Okay, good, perfect, <laughs> love it. <laughs> Um, but yeah, Frankie Muniz gets to the college where his parents and the teacher are, and he's like, wait, but, oh, oh, shit, I must have left my paper in the limo. You gotta believe me. And they're like, we absolutely do not gotta believe you because you lie constantly. Yeah, there's a, there's your, your, uh, boy who cried wolf thing. Uh, Damn. Right. And it's, now it's your, he has it's your, it's set up for the arc. Dang. Yeah. <laughs> and now he has to go to summer school, and I don't understand yeah. what the, cle- like, this scene reads like, oh, you guys know, like, summer school, and I'm like, what yeah. is this? I don't understand, like, it's not like it's all bad kids. Have, have you guys, like, you guys never went to summer school, right? No, I, I didn't. Never I never school. went to summer school either, and I wasn't, I wasn't even a very good student. I, 
Did anyone actually ever go to summer school? <laughs> I, it's a real thing. I know it is. But yeah, it's a I real just, thing. I, I oh, just, yeah, but I, I feel like they can get away with scenes like this because, like, how many people have gone? Oh, that's <laughs> fair. It's the like, vibe is more, like, alternative school to me. Like, when you're a really bad kid and you get, like, thrown out of normal school you know and you gotta go to bad kid school. reminds me of? What? It reminds hmm. me of the Power Rangers. Hello? Hello? Did we lose M? I think we might have temporarily lost Emily. Okay, we'll see if she comes back. I uh, I mean, I think I know what she's going to say, which is the Power Rangers uh, 2017 movie's uh, oh, sure. detention scene, which it does remind me of, because it's like, this is I did go to detention once, and that's not what this is. Uh, right, so, right. Yeah, I don't know what exactly they're trying to portray, but it, it's a weird scene. Um, and then, uh, let's, I guess, pause and, uh, yeah, I'll, I'll stop here. Wait, oh, you would stop. All right. So, um, yeah. uh, he leaves summer school, um, and goes to the movies. I'll say the, the, the teacher at the summer school does give the history of the semicolon, which I looked up and it's just wrong. You could look it up and just give the real oh, facts. That's why funny. Why, the why would you do that? Why would you just get it in? back then, Luke. They would have they had, had to go to the library and look at an encyclopedia. It would, take, just, yeah. it would take so uh, little time. It would take two fucking seconds to look it up. I've never done that. Uh, and I never th- will. They, 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 good for you, I guess. Fuck, <laughs> the, fuck the semicolon. Um, he goes to the movies with Amanda Bynes. This is the scene in which I, re- I got really happy for some reason. It's just very funny to me. It's not funny, I guess. Amanda Bynes is three feet taller than Frankie Muniz, and they don't try yeah, to yeah. hide it at all. And I appreciate that. Right? Like I she's. Bet, I bet Luke appreciated I mean, that when he was a kid too. <laughs> probably on some subconscious. Subconscious. They're, they're at an age when like girls are getting taller first. Yes, that does happen. It's, I just love that they don't like try to. You know, they don't. Yeah. Tom Cruise put him in like lifts or on a box or anything. Right. He's just, right, right. Or make it a yeah. joke either. Like they don't like. Yeah. Yeah. Adrian and I were watching uh, a Korean uh, uh, like a romance show, and then there was a little behind the scenes part afterwards. And the way that in that show, at least, they made them the same height is literally that the guy just like stands with his feet really far apart, so that he's basically doing a split, and then they shoot it close up, <laughs> so that he's shorter. Great. And I thought that was very good. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so he's complaining about summer school and she's like, oh, come on. It's not that bad. Uh, you know, I'm stuck with my grandma Pearl and that's, that's the worst. Uh, right. And her grand, her parents importantly are in the Grand Canyon all summer, I guess. <laughs> They're gone for apparently a very long time. Yeah. We're spending a month just in the Grand Canyon. Yeah. Also, like, so, like, she's not stuck at her grandma's. She has to, she has to, like, like, eat and sleep there. Like, she's acting like it's like a, like, she has to be there all the time, and it's like a little bit, I don't know. Yeah, which right, I mean, it's right. in the same city. It's not like she has to like go there for the summer, but yeah. Like, she could still hang out with with um, Frankie right. Muniz's character, whose name Jason. That's right, Jason. I yeah, it's Frankie Muniz. All my notes for every character is just the actor in this. I'm sorry, I apologize. That's, uh-huh, that's uh-huh. fair. 
Uh, um, go ahead. But yeah, they go into the movies and there's a trailer for a film called the tra- Big Fat Liar. The trailer is so good. <laughs> like, it's so bad, but it's so good. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it doesn't it, look like a real movie trailer at all. No, right. and also they apparently went from uh, from three pages of notes to a trailer in like a month. And also they're yeah. putting trailers in the theater before the mil- movie is done shooting. Yeah. Before the movie has started shooting. Yeah. They have that's actually they don't have the funds to make the movie yet. That is a plot point. Well, no, no, no. I, I thought it cuz do they say we've gone over budget and we have to get the new okay, budget approved before it, we can continue shooting. Okay, fair enough. But that's but they still also act like, yeah. they also act like shooting starts. Yes. At a certain I, I assume they had to like stop shooting while yeah. they got the budget shit sorted out. And like also it sounds like they don't actually know how the movie ends yet. They have to like know what that is. And I know is. that movies get announced and then don't come out because of like development hell. But, sure. But like we've shot a trailer but we haven't <laughs> finished the movie is pretty like that, nuts. Yeah. yeah. Or or like that it might be you see a trailer for a movie that never comes out, but that's like the movie's finished. It's just shelved forever right. for whatever reason, and, you know. And uh, he's immediately like, "Hey, what the fuck? Uh, God damn it! He took my my idea and made a movie." Uh, and but he's not even mad about the guy, the fact that he made a movie. He's he's mad. Because his dad thinks he lied. Yes. That, yeah, he's, like, not even after, like, royalties. That's actually important. He never in this whole movie is, like, give me some of the money. That does not happen no. once. Uh, he just cares about his own integrity. Right, which is interesting. He cares about his dad. He cares, yes. like, yeah. Yeah. He cares about his dad's opinion of him, specifically. Oh, right. Also, yes. this trailer, you guys, it's so fucking... It's such a massive hit with audiences that he is yeah. on like fucking hardball or like the nightly news or right. something being the, interviewed. The night after the premiere on like yeah. the first movie By, premiered. I on. think Geraldo. <laughs> is that Geraldo? I th- I think it is. Maybe. Um, by somebody on like national TV about like how did you get such an incredible idea and <laughs> yeah and he's just like well you know. Uh, the great ones just come to you. The great ideas just just fall in your lap, uh, right. and and uh, it, uh, Frank, you know Frankie Muniz is a, was a talented child actor. Him screaming sure. at, at the TV like you took it out yeah, of my fucking backpack, backpack you is, loser. Yeah, is pretty good. I like that. That's a, a good oh. line delivery. Um, but yeah, so so his dad still doesn't believe him. And uh, he's like, you just got to believe me. And he's just like, I don't tr-. like I understand that Frankie Muniz has lied and lied and lied. His father looking yeah. at him and being like, I do not trust you is devastating. I will give you that. Yeah. I mean, yes. Yeah. They totally sell this scene. And you understand why it's his motivation. Right. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, yeah. So he's, you know, but, pretty, but also, pretty bummed. But, but also, as we nitpick these things. Like if my if my kid was still going off about this one lie, yeah, I feel like I'd be like, okay, that's that's like that's a little weird. Like, yeah, like I would, seen... I would I would have a I would have a thing in my mind where I'm like, is he telling the truth? <laughs> because this is like way too specific now. Like, right. you know what I mean? He hasn't like seemed super dedicated to any lies until this he, he said the guy's yes. name. But like back, like on the day that he got caught for the thing, he was like, it "Was this guy? His name was like Wolf." 
Yes, he, like, Marty Wolf. That, and, yeah. then, and then he comes up later with like this guy, Marty Wolf, and I'd be like, okay, that's a little bit of a weird coincidence there. I mean, I I guess- true, but if I'm playing devil's advocate, you know, if Marty Wolf was in town shooting Whitaker and Fowl. Like, okay, well, I'm just going to name that movie producer who's in town, and then whatever his next project is, I claim that's my Yeah, story. his error, guess, his error was not... doesn't seem that good of a liar. Right. His error was not describing <laughs> the story on the spot, and then, yeah. like, yeah. Um, yeah, then you've got it. Yeah. This, the next scene, this movie is, uh, like, 86 minutes long, uh... The next scene is his uh, parents leaving and leaving him with his. And we see his sister for like yeah. for like a like this is the only time we see her in the movie. That, that's <laughs> what I was gonna say. This there was like ten more minutes of the sister and the boyfriend cut from this movie. There had to be. It, it's <laughs> it's too weird otherwise because is she in a big name? Is like a, is that it? Is that like a cameo? She, like, she I don't was, think so. I found out she was in Debs, which uh, okay. we all love Debs. Um. Uh huh. But but other than that, no, not really. What <laughs> I, I fucking love her boyfriend. That's what I was gonna say. Her boyfriend, her boyfriend sucks so much. Her boyfriend is like a take on <laughs> Vanilla Ice. I think is what's happening. Yeah. Well, he's like that kind of guy. Like you know that that yes. that, was, that was a type of guy in the in the and era knew, of this movie. I right. knew guys like that. Yes, he's got white guy dreads. Yeah, like 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 Eminem fans. I'll just he, say uh-huh. he is he is nice to Frankie Muniz. He he's not a yeah. Jerk. That's what I like about him. Like yeah, you know, like when you first see him, I'm like oh, he's like gonna he's a he he's a he's a he's a weird jerk. But then he's like super nice to to Jason. And it's he's like, just oh, he's he, just a oh, freak. Okay, he's yeah, just a he's, freak. Like he's him. just <laughs> extremely cringe as as we would yeah. now like uh and it's it's just like it's not that long of a scene but i was like there's too much in this that he never comes back again he and gives they, him a bro hug and he's like yes. yeah it's cracking kid which is really uh, weird and then he's, and then his sister so his sister gets in the car and leaves the movie immediately like just yes. goodbye i'm out of here i remember my first thought was you can do better and then when he started talking i'm like okay now he's fine <laughs> yeah and then we move on. No, no, yeah, it's not a romantic thing between Frankie Muniz and Amanda Bynes because she's trying to get with his bully. Uh, <laughs> this this scene, again, I don't I re- think she's trying I, to get with him based off of this. Oh, I, I mean, why is she voluntarily tutoring him because over the summer otherwise? She's, like, she's getting person. paid. Yeah, she's a good person. She's probably getting paid. Who's paying a 14-year-old to tutor a 14-year-old? That guy's dad. Oh, people who can't afford, like, an actual tutor. I guess. I assumed it was she's got a crush on him and is offering to help with his I don't summer know. School. You're filling in a lot of backstory here, Luke. I took like, one look at that scene and that's just immediately the impression I got. I did not I get the vibes from the way she was acting. She was just talking to him like a normal guy. She wasn't, like, mm. flirting with him at all. I, well, maybe I'm just bringing baggage from other movies, I mean, but that's certainly the impression I, I mean, have. that's I, fine. Like, I do it, too. I write fan fiction about movies I'm watching. It's fine. Either, <laughs> whether she is or not, this scene is very, again... I, it turns out I think the bully is very funny. I'm sorry, I can't help it. He is, uh, she's like, no, it's not literally about a guy in a field of rye with a catcher's mitt. And he's like, oh, okay. That's <laughs> really good. I, I really, it makes me laugh. I can't help it. Uh, yeah. But yeah, she's like, or he's like, oh, you got to come with me. Um 
And she reasonably is like, hi, I can't fly to Los Angeles. I cannot do that. Um, and uh, You just said you're bored. I mean, this is not boring, so... How did they right. fund this? Did they explain it? Because I never... I didn't remember. He says it. it's just, like, all of the money he saved up from, like, babysitting and, like, lawn work the, and stuff. The ticket he pays for, everything else he grifts. Like, they just lie and, and steal, basically, the rest well, yeah, of I mean, the film. Yeah, I mean, they just squat in a Hollywood warehouse like they're yeah, not yeah. Get, they don't have a hotel room uh no I well, get that it's just it's just I feel like flights are really expensive but maybe it's not as expensive as I'm thinking it is they're, no, they're, they're pricey they're expensive um, but like you know if he's yeah. in a w- wealthy neighborhood if he was making 10 15 bucks a, a mo you could sure like yeah it's not okay that sure crazy. I also yeah. don't know how close they are to Los Angeles so. yeah we don't know I they're, don't think they're somewhere they in the Midwest he does say it's like Michigan or Minnesota or okay. something okay um yeah. this is sorry this is I'm this is actually the scene that I couldn't stop laughing about with the with the uh the bully because he 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 yells from the other room hey Kaylee do you have a plunger I I, I stopped <laughs> up the toilet and then he just goes like <laughs> for like five five minutes <laughs> And I, it's just, I like the line the bully has in the previous scene when Frankie Muniz comes in and the bully's like, oh, but you wish you still had your skateboard. And Frankie Muniz does this Frankie Muniz thing of like, hmm, well, which would I rather have? Like a fully functional brain or a skateboard? I'll take the functional it brain. So and the bad. bully just looks at him and goes, okay, but I have your skateboard. Yes, that is, <laughs> yes, really yes, good. thank you. I love that. His reply was really good. Uh, yeah. So they decide that. This here's here's your transphobia because it's nineteen or it's two thousand two and we have to have some. Yeah, well, um, I mean it's less that I, than I really thought it was yes, gonna be when yeah, I saw they had him dressing yeah, up. Yeah, no, I yes. was I was gonna say that like we're, but the thing that bothers me about these scenes is it's, it's elder abuse. <laughs> I mean, sure, yeah, it's kind of and, and, like, and I, I get like it's a movie, whatever, Emily, but I don't right. know, I I didn't it, like it. it. I just I didn't it, vibe it has bad with vibes. It. <laughs> it it I definitely agree that. They, there is way, like, they put him in a dress to pretend that he is Kaylee, and yeah. there is way less haha you're in a dress. There's basically none. Like, yes, no. it's a visual gag, but they don't really, like, do that. So I they appreciate that. They do also do, like, oh, you're so muscular, too, which is... Yes. Right, but she's not, like... She just she's into the fact that her granddaughter's pumping iron. Yes. She's like, wow, you got so strong. Damn, Kaylee. Uh the only joke I like that the grandma and the bully like each other. I like that they hit it off. <laughs> yeah, but, okay, I, 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 get what I you're agree, saying, but... but I wish they like had a more genuine connection. The... That's totally reasonable. I just think I, I'm charmed that they Luke, just like each I other. I agree. The fact that they go to the movie premiere together at the end is hilarious. I think that's very funny. Like, yeah, yeah. I like that part. But yeah, the only joke that's that's like a little like eh is like he's like you have to make your voice sound like a girl's and then he just goes like okay and like he that's it it's just his yeah, same voice right. uh yeah but that's it pretty much and then they're like okay mm-hmm. oh and they they've got him to do this because they offer to uh like fa- to do his homework so that he doesn't have to uh um get tutored right. basically um yeah yeah. yeah. So then uh they get to LA and the 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 next like oh my god you're in this movie uh, hello Donald uh-huh. Faison hi what are you doing here hey uh don't you have a hospital to go be working at yeah it's if you don't know it's Turk from Scrubs uh yep. he I is I couldn't remember where I knew him from I was like I know this guy from somewhere yeah. uh 
he's only in the scene for a second and then he does come back later. But for a, a minute, I yeah. was like, wow, you really you're just in this for like a minute, huh? But he is in it later. Uh-huh. I, I figured, um, yeah, he, was, I figured he was because like he gives him his card. Yes, like they make right. a they make a they make a show of it. I'm like, oh, foreshadowing, so, like really obvious. Yeah, he's holding up like a uh, you know a sign to pick up you know Mr. somebody from the airport, and Frankie Muniz is like, yep, that's me. Uh, just doing the classic Ferris Bueller bit. Um, I really feel like these guys got to ask for ID. <laughs> Yeah, yes, I, I, agree. I agree. Mad at Frankie Muniz for nearly costing him his job, buddy. You could have asked for an ID real quick. I I do enjoy how he's just he's just confident in what he says, and that lets it let like you, you, that's kind of like how you lie is you just like yeah. extremely confident in what you say, and then people just kind of like buy it. like if you just act like you should be there, then right, they yeah. usually don't bother you. Also, but he doesn't care. It is really unbelievable. He's, he's it, like, it's fun. He's getting paid by, like, the agency. He doesn't care. Like, it's fine. Uh, he does say you're a little young to be the biggest fur distributor. He should care, though. In like, the Midwest. He's doing a bad job. Like, Luke's not yeah. wrong that he does a yeah. bad job, and he should have got ID. Um, I'm just saying. It was funny. I also think he's good in this movie, because uh, I always find him fun. But, yeah, he says, like, right. yeah, you're a little young to be a big fur distributor, and Frankie Muniz is like, a bit, it's a family business. I've been selling pelts since I was a baby. They walk out, and this, well, every once like, in a while, there's a, the part there's where, a like, gag. Frankie Muniz doesn't trip. He just, like, he just, he just, like, goes with what he says, and I think that's, yeah. like, yeah, that's, like, good lying. But yeah. yeah. Right. And there, every once in a while, there's a gag so stupid that it makes me giggle like a little boy, and the man walking up within just the biggest fur coat <laughs> looking sad because his ride is not there right after genuinely got me. It's a stupid yeah. joke. But I liked it. <laughs> I, um, I, I had a chuckle. So then there's a fun, ah, we're in LA, isn't that cool montage? Right. Uh, but uh, his plan is they're just going to take the movie studio tour and then sneak off at some point to go find uh, Paul Giamatti. And just get him to confess, which he'll totally do. Right. And, and you know, this is how I thought movie studios worked when I was a kid, so whatever. Which is that, like, sure. every film is being shot at the same back lot, and also all the producers and directors work there. So this will work. Which is, like, how it worked in, you know, the 40s. Right, exactly. <laughs> um, so they, they, they basically... There's like another montage where you just see a bunch of people in costumes and stuff. Um, oh, it plays the Jurassic Park theme, yeah, which it I does. love to hear. Yeah, Cassie was just like, "Oh, this this makes brain go burr." <laughs> uh, I like that. There's you know you see like astronauts, whatever. There are like some dudes in just like big fuzzy costumes and tutus, and I didn't know what that was, but I like them. No, they they're doing fun. Batman and Robin. Okay, sure. <laughs> there's there's um, a big pink gorilla in Batman and Robin. I watched. Oh, recently. okay, gotcha. Thank you. That explains it then. Uh, so he he's being followed by security guards, or they both are, and they you know escape uh, by. What like, I always hiding. love about this this gag of escaping is when like the, the, the okay, it's so, like these guys are pushing like some set aside, and they just jump on it. And, they, and then, like, oh, like, he, he lost the kids. They jumped on and went away. But imagine being the guys, like, pushing those things and, like, some kids just jump on it. And yeah, you just, like, right. go, eh, that's fine. You just, I'm yeah, just going to keep pushing. Have no reaction. <laughs> like, 
so they eventually meet, uh, find his office and meet his secretary. Uh, and this whole bit is weird. <laughs> um, I can't imagine what you mean. <laughs> well, so first he lies and says that that he's Paul Giamatti's illegitimate child that he doesn't know about, which is a wild opening lie to get you yeah. in there. Um, I, I like I like Amanda Bynes' reactions too. Like every lie, she's like she's like trying to sell it. Like oh, and then he goes, and then she goes like says like oh he doesn't have kids, and she gets like startled, and then Frankie Muniz just keeps going with it, and then she's like yeah. Right. <laughs> Her reactions yeah. are fun. Um, and then uh they they he so he makes Amanda Bynes call and tell her that she has killed a dog. Jesus uh, Christ! <laughs> well, no, they her dog. parked a dog on a on a dog's tail. Uh, he well, your car is parked on a dog. Is the lie that she has? Uh, but uh, he is on the tail area specifically. Yes. Yeah, and, yeah, and also he describes like her dog because right. because he has, it's like, like a yeah, she's got a bunch of dog shit on her desk. Like, ah, oh, dog lady. Right. We can we can manipulate her that way. So, you know, she starts crying Which would because, work. because, you no. know, she I was told a, a horrible store, thing. Uh, and she runs off uh, so that they can get past. And yeah. um, he's like, <laughs> I, he doesn't even tell her to do this. Amanda Bynes is just like, I guess I'll just be the secretary for a little yeah, bit. That, I love <laughs> yeah. this part. This part is so fun. <laughs> I love this about her character. She just takes over her job for the... Yeah, and I does like, it perfectly. I like she's this perfect too. At it. Like I said, I, I think Amanda Bynes is fun in this, and her just d- d- becoming the secretary is very funny. Yes. All right, Mr. Sandler. Yes, we will. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. They, they do a lot of name you. drops here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Spell Soderberg for me. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Uh, so he, we go upstairs, and uh, he, Paul Giamatti is talking to his. Um, Assistant Monty, uh, yeah. who is played by Amanda Detmer. I don't know her especially well. She was in some stuff before this, uh, but I don't I don't know her that well. Um, but she's kind of an important character. So there you go. We meet Monty in mm-hmm. this scene. Um, yeah. And, uh, you know, he's a piece of shit. That's basically the scene. Right. Yeah. That's that's the, the thrust of Paul Giamatti. Badman. Badman. Yeah, he's got a. Um, we also find out in this that he has a uh, PDA in 2002, which I guess was still a thing before because right. cell phones couldn't yeah. store all your data. No, um, absolutely, this was the height of PDAs. I feel like. Yeah, I think you're right. And uh, Monty knows exactly where it is, and he's like, "Why would it be in my pocket? Ah, oh, it's in my pocket." Yeah, which is ah, illustrative wah, wah. of their relationship. Right, because he's an asshole, and she's really good, a competent, good at she, her job. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, is Marty supposed to be like a specific producer that they're doing like a parody no of, or is idea. he just a parody of the general idea of a shithead movie producer? I think it's I, that I second like thing. Like when I was yeah. a kid, I didn't really know what a producer did. I only knew that. I like, still don't and, know exactly what they do they just they have money is what they do <laughs> well so part of it is they secure funding but a lot of it is like they they 
connect, you know, a director with like a DP if it's they don't like have one. It's like the managerial yes. side of making a movie. But yeah. when I was a kid, okay, sure. all I knew was like, boy, the Animaniacs sure seem to hate producers. Like that was really right. all I, all I knew about it. Um, yeah. So yeah, I mean, they're easy punching bag, uh, and he walks in and is like. Now, Paul Giamatti immediately seems surprised and is like, well, definitely didn't. S- I thought I could steal from you easily and would never get like caught, basically. Um, and he asks. I like he, how he does. That, yeah, he like he like he, he he tells Monty to like leave them alone. I'm like, I don't understand why. Why does he just call security right now? You just call security. Why take this meeting, Paul? I think he. Th- and then he's like, oh, yeah, go ahead. I was just going to say, I think he thinks he can just, like, intimidate this kid, and that's that, I think. is Right. And so he tells him, like like we said earlier, Frankie Muniz does not ask for money. He's just like, hey, all I want you to do is call my dad and tell him you took, uh, you got this from like, me. Not yeah. even, like, a public admi- admitting it. Like, you don't have to tell anyone else but my father. <laughs> now, that's, like, yes, I think from Frankie Muniz's perspective, totally, that's all he wants. If I am Marty Wolf in this situation, I'm not fucking doing that because maybe you don't want money, but your dad fucking will. Yeah, I mean, I get why he yeah, doesn't want to do it. Like, and like, he would be right to. I owe it to you, but like, I'm not. I'm not letting anyone know I stole from a child. <laughs> he. I don't know why he has the original essay like in a like safe vault in his uh, yes. office. It- it, it's also, Why would you not type it up and throw away the original, like, immediately? Right. It's also, like, the only thing in the safe, which is funny to me for some reason. Just right. the, these three yeah. pieces of college-ruled notebook paper. Um, and he takes it out, and he's like, yep, I'll do it. Absolutely no problem. No big deal. Uh, you're, uh, you know, I think this is a good piece of work. And, uh, oh, no. Uh, anyway, uh Oh no! I'm gonna light this big I, cigar I and drop a match Zach. right on it and pretend oh, no, that either. I did it by accident. And his act. People always tell me this no, is what I'm like. Oh yeah, I love Skype. Paul Giamatti. Discord's fine. Yes. Disc- I never have problems with Discord usually. It's, it's only uh-huh. about you. It's your fault, Luke. <laughs> um. <laughs> you there, Zach? Yeah. Uh, sorry about that. Right, great. Well, I'm still recording. We're supposed to still record, right? Yes. yes. Correct. Okay. So sorry. We are still recording, right? Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yep, I'm still recording. Uh, So essentially he's like, uh, oh, yeah, no problem. I'll do that. Let me get it for you. Let me light this big cigar and drop a match on it and pretend I did it by accident. I like how he asked, like like, hey, you want a cigar? And he's like, I'm 14. He's like, oh, you're lost or whatever. Yes. (laughs) And And I'm going to light the paper on fire and then put it out with my cigar, which makes the fire worse. And... This is where I'm like, oh, yeah, I love Paul Giamatti because because he is like, you know, he's doing that thing where he's like, oh, no, it was a mistake. But like, you know, that he's just like, fuck you, child, like eat shit. This right, is yeah, right, right. Yeah. And I, it really cracks me up the, the way he he does this. And then he pours vodka yeah. on it, being like, oh, I'll put it out. And uh and just makes a big fireball. And the look of horror in Frankie Muniz's face as he's trying to stamp it out while looking at this guy. <laughs> while he's just mocking him with, like, sarcasm, like you said. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and I like that when he calls security, he says, oh, we got another writer in here that wants credit. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> he just does this to everybody all the time. Yeah. He says, like, a code. Like, <laughs> Yeah, he's like, code W. 
Yeah, the thing about this is like, like I said, I think that the whole premise of this movie is stupid. The like the the oh, writing yeah. is bad, but like Paul Giamatti is really good. So like I can't. I'm like, well, he's being sure. a piece of shit, and that's what they asked him to I, do. I don't think this is a very good movie. I got a chuckle or two out of it. Yeah, sure. I, that, that, I, I don't know. I, I was, thought I was just able sick. to enjoy it as like a kid's movie. I thought yes. it was an enjoyable sure. kid's It was a perfectly fine children's it film. It is not special. <laughs> I would. Pro- I will not watch it again. No. But, but I had a good I time I did not have a it. bad time. <laughs> yeah, I, I'll agree with that. I, I, I don't like Frankie Muniz's character pisses me off, but most of the rest of it is like fine to good i think I, I, but i think frankie muniz's character is like supposed to piss you off like he's an asshole but he like gets better you know as I, he goes yeah, on. i guess so um so uh then he comes downstairs escorted by security uh we yeah. get my one of my couple favorite scenes which is amanda Bynes handing back over the <laughs> yes. lands to astrid the uh secretary and uh right. uh astrid go go delivering the line thank you kind stranger as she, <laughs> as she leaves that really got me i like i like how she like fills her on everything and then like says i booked you a time off for a massage like right. <laughs> you just seem like you could use a little you time yeah and i uh, love amanda vines yeah yeah she's too. very funny here and and the just like oh thank you is very funny um they he explains what what you know happened and is like okay we gotta we can't leave I have to fix it um and uh, so we'll have to find a place to stay while I like concoct my Whoa. plan. You said he had a, he has the PDA. Did we mention that? Yeah, he stole the PDA yes. while he was in the office because he. So now he's got he's now. I think perhaps he's been thinking a little small time for the rest of this movie because he mentions he has this man. The alarm goes to this man's house and also all of his credit card numbers. Buddy, you could be doing so much more damage than just making Paul Giamatti turn blue. I really thought he was going to charge some money to those credit cards. I thought they were going to a five-star hotel on Paul Giamatti's dime. Yeah. But they go to somewhere way cooler. One of the things that kind (laughs) of bugs me about this movie is that, like, he has so much power over this guy and yeah. and like you know like you said here he does he like pranks him when he could like you said spend all of his money right. and then at the end he concocts what is is depicted as this like crazy plan with all these elaborate steps but really all he does is like right. drive Paul Giamatti in a circle like it's he could do yes. so much more i guess and i i wish that he like I guess I don't want him to like <laughs> ruin this man's life know. or kill him or I, anything. I, don't know, like, he, I mean, like, I think Pokemon gets but... off easier than the Wet Bandits in Home Alone. He could yes. get that much damage done yes. to him. Yes, I agree. The worst thing that happens to him is that he's blue for a while. Like that's it. Yeah. yeah. Um. So- and like nobody's even <laughs> all that like that. Like what ruins it way more is that they keep making him late for important meetings. It doesn't right. matter that he shows up blue. Everyone's already too mad to care about that. Yeah, I mean, we'll talk about that when we get there. But it's crazy to me that he's just dyed blue for half of this movie, and it and at some point <laughs> no one mentions it. Like people are just like, right, oh so hi, great. it's L.A. Um, you know. <laughs> so they they take refuge in a like prop warehouse. 
Uh, where we see yeah. Jurassic Park stuff, The Grinch. <laughs> the Grinch, right, it's a they, Christmas movie. It's a Christmas they, movie. It's my yeah. favorite Christmas film. <laughs> this, they have a fun dress-up montage. Yes, this is the, like, as I said, the blank check the movie portion of the film, where it's just like, hey, kids, sure. the stuff. This is all the stuff. And yeah. It's this, cute. Yeah, like, I was just this, like, this, this is the 90s. Yeah, 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 you were saying that. And I was thinking, like, yeah, this is like a, this is like a, like a kid's power fantasy that yeah. I, I can relate to. It's like, right. yeah, that would be really fun if I was a kid and I ended up in some place of like crazy props and like, they have like games and stuff. It's wild. I don't know why there's games here, but there's a like, yeah, there's just stuff that I'm like, I don't think that ever was a real thing with it, which is like the, <laughs> there's a big, like, it's like a bounce house attached to a Velcro wall and you wear a Velcro suit and stick yourself to it. That's not a thing. Yeah. Whatever. <laughs> um, I thought that's a thing at like a, like a carnival or something. Yeah, maybe. Um, but you know, there's a, there's this like the montage where they like play music and yeah, and they whatever. try on clothes and like, and it's and, like, cute. Yo, we have got to get through this movie faster. Yeah. Uh, so, so they, uh, they wake up, uh, in the morning and I guess, uh, yeah, Th- today they just got to surveil the guy all day to know how to fucking ruin him. Yeah. So they just spy on him all day long. You know, he goes swimming in the morning. He's got like a big meeting about the movie. He's like button heads with the director who wants to make it look cool, but they don't got no money is the problem. Yes. So they call, uh, Frank, the, the, uh, uh. Uh, Donald Faison, and he immediately is like, okay, uh, he comes and picks them up, and then is like, you yeah, lied. Like, what did they think was gonna happen? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He's they like, think they can just keep that con going that they're the fur guy, but yeah. yes. Uh, he's like, you owe me a hundred bucks, uh, and but, they then explain what they're doing, and it turns out that, uh, uh, Paul Giamatti fired him, uh, and yes. he's, he and hates blacklisted him, so. him. Yes, so like he's, he he didn't just fire him; he blacklisted him in Hollywood, and he was an aspiring actor. Right. So he uh, is like, okay, fine, I'll help you guys out because fuck that guy. So hey, that works. Right. Um. He takes them to uh, yeah, and then go ahead. I was just gonna say, yeah, like we get the meeting with Paul Giamatti and a bunch of the people that are working here, and like it's you know we he's. The, the director is, like, Asian, and he's racist to him. He makes, like, fat jokes at the overweight lady here. Yes, I know you he's have to say so we have to move faster. We will. The director is John Cho. I fucking, he's, and he's yeah, very yeah. funny yeah. In, in the, like, two scenes he gets. Uh, he's just, he does like, two whole scenes. way over the top, uh, and and he cracks me up. Uh, but, yeah, yeah. Paul Giamatti's a piece of shit to everybody. Um, yep. The, the every you immediately understand everyone hates him. It's not just yeah them, right? Yeah, then this is montage on... is kind of like setting up shit later where it shows him like fucking up over a bunch of people. Right, right. Specific yeah, people. He, he's like an asshole to the stunt coordinator who wants a day off to go to his granddaughter's birthday party. Uh, and then he's also an asshole to the guy he's replacing him with because he's a nerd. Yes, the old stunt coordinator is Lee Majors, aka the Six Million Dollar Man, uh, which is <laughs> wild. 
Uh, but he yeah, looked yeah, like great. a guy, but I didn't know what he was from. He yeah, like yeah, and they're yeah. like, "You're too old to do stunts." This guy with the computer is going to do stunts, and then he's a shady guy to that Grandpa. guy too. So yeah, yeah. Um, so he uh. The one thing that's important is he uh wants the old stunt coordinator wants time off uh to I like think he calls the movies the talkies. Paul yes. does. Yeah. Uh to go to his uh nephew's birthday party and he hands him uh like a card uh and uh Paul Giamatti is like just really an over the top piece of shit tears this thing in half and screams at him and says you don't get time off. You know, like, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. The clown is blue. Yes. The clown is blue. Yes. Right. Then uh, Luke's favorite scene. Uh-huh, right, because the kids are getting their revenge prepped for the next day, and Amanda Bynes sees an E.T. statue. She's like, oh, geez, my grandma, right? Because she, she looks like E.T., which is mean. Uh, <laughs> it is mean. Yeah. Well, I wonder how they're doing. And, yeah, it's it's the bully working out. Uh, and then like, oh, grandma, you should get ripped too. And then like, yeah, it's, she's got to lift weights, but the weights are, you know, yarn balls. I mean, I do like the implied. I feel so bad for her. She's having such a bad time. She's, she's not, okay, now that's, she's not having a bad time. I... She looks like she's having a bad time lifting those yarn balls. Yeah. Well, she's working, you know, she, she's feeling the bird. She's frowning and like, and like crying the whole time <laughs> she is absolutely not crying i what she's just straining because she's okay, lifting weights okay, I, i'm sorry i, I took it a different way i'm just saying the part i like about this is that there is no hey are you sure you're my granddaughter that like th- not no. at all they're <laughs> just right hanging out that. Yeah. yeah yes which cra- does crack me up um then we get a scene where uh his dad calls him and is like Oh, so you're still being good, and and he lies a bunch and he, more. And he's able to answer the call because of his his cool cell phone gadget thing that he has. Call forwarding. Call forwarding. Yeah, right. That was a thing, I guess. I I never yeah. even knew about that. Yeah, that's, a, that's a thing now. You it's can a, do call forwarding. Yes, you still can, but they make a big deal of it, like it's a cool toy. Uh, and he lies to his dad a bunch more, which he does. Right. Sort of seem to feel bad about. Um, well, he does tell him, like, Dad, you're gonna see when you get back just how much work I've been putting into earning your trust back. This is where, <laughs> Which, Amanda- you know, isn't wrong. Yeah, this is where Amanda Bynes gets stuck to the Velcro thing I described earlier. Uh, yeah. And then he, this is, yeah, he's like, thanks for coming with me. And she's like, yeah, adventure. Uh, so they get some sleep. And then in the morning, this is, I guess... Would be like your home alone, like first break in attempt scene where they go right. in, and, yeah, and uh, you know, prank him a bunch, but like, really, they do two things. I love her outfit, I just gotta say that, like, yes, her, her pink glasses and her pink, like, jacket with the fuzzy parts on it, yes, yeah, so, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, yeah, what they do, they pour a bunch of blue dye into his swimming pool, uh, and then also put a bunch of Mr. Funny Bones. But yeah, yes, yes. At the same time, the weirdest Paul part of this movie. <laughs> he's got a weird little stuffed monkey he likes to sleep with and also like talk to. Like, and he's just so so tickled by the idea of a stuffed monkey yeah, every time I, he looks is, at this thing. This is the weirdest part. <laughs> like, I don't, I, I don't get this joke. But. It's yeah, it's a weird joke, but I love it. Which is that he. It's not just that he has a stuffed monkey. It's I like that, that you like this, it. 
it's that this man who seemingly hates all other humans is like, but I will yeah. die for this stuffed monkey for some reason. He loves it right, so much. The, the only thing in this world that I love is this stuffed monkey. Yes. Uh, he uh, gets in this uh, hungry by the uh, hungry like the wolf is playing. He does a fun dance yeah. and jumps in uh, the pool that they have dyed blue. And then right. they do a so couple of out covered. Go- in, yeah. He comes out covered. He's all blue now. They're, meanwhile, they're putting is so orange blue. hair dye into his shampoo. He is yes. incredibly blue. Like, like yeah. I thought, like, oh, he's going to he's gonna be tinged a little bit blue. But no, he's, no, no, he's no, no, fucking no. entirely. He's Nightcrawler. Yes. Yes. <laughs> they, he is Tobias Funke. Yes. They do that. They put glue on his earpieces. And then. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah. And then they fuck with his car. That's the things that they, they do and which all come into play. Right. Um, yeah. The fact that he is blue is literally the only thing i knew about this film because i think it's on the poster maybe I, it's yeah 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 like paul giamatti blue and screaming is like the poster for this and, film and the thing that i kept thinking about the whole uh now all i can think about is the alex navarro thing but the first time i watched this <laughs> all i could think about was he is blue for 25 minutes of this movie uh how much time was he blue during the film? A lot. Like, right? Yeah, like I'm no. sure he was blue he for to... days. Like, yeah. Right. Uh it's just a kind of nuts. But yes, also his his hair is uh or- bright orange because they replaced his uh shampoo with dye. Yeah. Uh but yeah, he like calls the his assistant while he's like driving. Uh so now he's got yeah, the super glue ear piece in his ear and he's like, Listen, we gotta reschedule this meeting on blue and she's like, Oh, that's okay. Everyone gets sad sometimes. <laughs> no, god damn it. Yeah, yeah, it's stupid, but I love it. I will also say yeah, I- she sells it, I think is what it is. I will say him he's also wearing a maroon suit and it's kind of a look, to be completely yeah, honest. Like, it kind of feels on purpose. He's like, kind of doing his best to make the blue work. Like obviously <laughs> he would walk in and you'd be like, Well, that's really wild, but it kinda works. Like <laughs> kinda works. Um So the thing uh, But yeah, oh right, uh, and Amanda Bynes also calls and poses as the Studio president secretary uh, to tell um, Monty, uh, Paul Giamatti's like assistant, that the president's address has changed. But she gives him the address of the kid's birthday party that the stunt guy wanted off for. This is yeah. also she's doing an all that character like a uh, she's doing like a ditz. And it's, oh, yeah. it's fun. I like this part as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So it gives him the wrong address. Uh, the assistant gives him that address. Um, and he shows up, uh, at this giant mansion, um, and, uh... Okay, I, I do really like that, like, there's a scene in it where, like, he's driving, and he's, he's, like, he's going out the phone with her, and he, like, pulls it, and he almost crashes his car, and what if he just fucking died here? <laughs> I also thought about that, like, cause, yeah, he almost crashes into an oncoming car, What if freaking he just killed, not only Paul Giamatti, but this grandma, too? Yeah. Okay, what if the entire them? rest of the movie is Frankie Muniz on the lamb because he <laughs> killed a man without intending to? Yeah. It's it's. I also love how much this old lady fucking hates this guy. <laughs> it's like you blue bastard or something like that. Yeah, yeah. This old lady. Look like, up yours, blue boy. 
This old lady yeah, blue boy. runs into him later, and I have to assume has straight up been stalking him. She hates his guts so much. Yeah, I love uh, her. She's the best. He has a blue car. Fuck. Yeah. Oh, they also uh, put "I'm blue, dabba dee, dabba die" on his uh, on his like radio, which great. Well, right, because while he goes inside, and the children terrorize him because they think he's the birthday clown. Yeah, yes. because the birthday clown was blue, as as right, was yeah. for, as was foretold. <laughs> right, right, right. Uh, while he's doing that, they've run and are sabotaging his car by rewiring everything. Yes, sorry, that, that's uh, so that when happens, he. Yeah. Yeah, he leaves all disheveled and beaten by children and, like... Which is what happens with clowns, I guess. Yeah, uh-huh. Yeah, that's what clowns do. They just show up and get beat up by kids. I feel so bad for clowns if this was true. That's actually <laughs> that's actually something I, I'm glad you brought up because, like, the children hear that this clown is here and they just... Atta- like, I guess the kid asked like, for a clown like- to beat yeah. him up. That's why yeah, he and, did Yeah, and the maid, right. like, warns him... <laughs> Right, but the maid only speaks Spanish, so right, he understands he her. Well, yeah, she says "rough" at the end. That's the only like, in English, and that's the only word he picks up. Ah, oh, rough, ah, sweetheart, I, you know, don't you talk to me about rough? I invented rough because he doesn't oh, okay. realize he's at a child's birthday party. Yet. Yeah, and then and then the kid sees the clown, and it's not like "ha ha, we're playing rough." He's like, Rrr! "No, they like, want to kill this man." The fucking guy, like, it's, it's yeah. ridiculous. <laughs> Yeah, this is the child of a rich family. Yeah, of course he just wants a man to kill for his birthday. <laughs> I mean, th- that's regular. <laughs> the, he, I'm, I, listener, he screams, "It's the clown! Let's hurt him!" I'm not like we're not <laughs> yes. kidding. That's that is uh-huh. that is what happens. The, the sound I made, I think, was pretty accurate. Yes, it yeah. was. Um. But yeah, so then he gets in the car to leave, and they've re- like he tries to break at the corner of the street. But when he hits the brake, his horn honks instead. Uh, again, they have effectively cut his brake line. They are just trying to oh, murder yeah. this man. No, literally, he can't stop at one point. This is the part where yeah. it's like, okay, so attempted murder at this point. Uh, on Yeah. Yes. Okay, so pretty good pranks then. Yeah, good pranks. Yeah. Great, great jokes. <laughs> great pranks. Great goofs and gaffs. But yeah, like every button on the dashboard does something different. I'm giving them a CinemaSins ding because the brakes are not electronic; they're mechanical. You wouldn't be able to rewire them. Yeah, I can't remember exactly, but it's it's like he pushes the button and like it's it goes like like he he like pulls the windshield wiper and the car speeds up. It's like none of that shit's connected. That doesn't. Sorry, it doesn't yeah. work. Right, <laughs> but you know, kids movie, whatever. <laughs> Uh, but he's trying. Then, after he finds out the brakes don't work, he continues driving the car. <laughs> yes. Uh, and like tries to stop before he hits a monster truck, like just parked on the side of the road. And Did uh, we get he- to the part where Frankie Muniz like straight up tells him he's doing this to him. Oh right, yeah, yeah. While he's fucking with the car, Frankie Muniz pulls up in the limo and is like. This can stop at any time if you just call my dad and just, like, flicks a business card into his car. It's so good. (laughs) It's pretty good. I like this part because it made me realize that, like, he when he gets died and, you know, all this shit is happening to him, not a single time does he go, like, who did this? He's just like, what a bad day. Like, he does not. Like, it's, he... Not only does he not realize it was Frankie Mutis, he just doesn't seem to like understand he's being fucked with up till this point. This is yeah, sort of this yeah. is normal for him. He he is 
cruel to everyone around him, so this just happens sometimes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I do like how after Frankie Muniz um, uh, taunts him, he just shouts Shepard into the sky. Yeah. He just calls, he just calls, because his name is Jason Shepard, I suppose. Right. And yeah. Right. It, I just, it just made me laugh. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, he, like I said, he's pulling up behind a parked monster truck that he tries to stop. He just barely manages to stop before he hits it. And then the old lady he almost hit before rams him from behind and shoves <laughs> him into the so monster good. truck. She's so pissed off. She's just been looking for him this whole time. What's and uh, the monster truck driver is also a professional wrestler who is fucking pissed off that he lightly tapped one of his tires. So he just runs over his fancy sports car. And uh, he's got to get like his car towed because it's just a crumpled mess. The tow truck driver's like, they told me to come pick up a little blue car. <laughs> Didn't know I was also picking up a little blue man. It's <laughs> <laughs> <That's> really good. <laughs> um. But yeah, the president is now getting really pissy because uh, this guy keeps missing their meetings today. Um, so he's telling his assistant, listen, if I go down, you're going down with me. So you got to fucking lie to him and d- explain to him why I'm not there. Make something up. Bye, idiot. Because uh, they have to go to the premiere of Whitaker and Fowl, which seems to have like, listen, it seems like people are receiving it well. Yeah, no, people I guess the premiere, really, they're always going to be nice at it. really like Whitaker. <laughs> They go fucking nuts over this. Chicken. I feel like this is like, like, like this, this, like this movie. Like he's mad about being deprecated, but in this movie he is self-deprecating because he, there's like a bit of press at him, and then the chicken shows up, and everyone loses their mind. Now, Julia right, White is just completely upstaged by the chicken. I do, yeah. I do want to say the chicken is in like a vest, and <laughs> the chicken's got a little chicken tuxedo and little he's chicken got the sunglasses. sunglasses. They're so cute, and I would. Also, be like, well, I gotta talk to that chicken. Like, excuse me. Yeah, right. Yes, absolutely. Uh-huh. I'm uh, saying it's good. <laughs> this is where the yeah. second time that Muniz is like, "Are you ready for the pain to end?" Basically, like, uh, yeah, he's just sitting right. on a park bench near him, like he's some kind of specter. <laughs> right. He's like, no, okay, yeah, I can, I can withstand a few stupid pranks, idiot. Bye. Uh, like, yeah. Okay. Well, here we go. And so he um, calls up uh, uh, Amanda Bynes and is like, all right, um, well, you know, it's not working, phase really. Like, we've got to go to the next phase um, yeah. of the plan. Uh, so Right, which then- is like the, the after party from the premiere. Um, you know, he finally meets his boss and he's like, now listen, I know you're mad at me because I... Uh, have dodged our meetings all day. I feel like there's and a bunch of cameos in this scene too. Probably there. Uh, uh, yeah, there's a dude from Saved by the Bell, uh, Keenan, uh, from Keenan and Kel. Yeah, Keenan yeah, Thompson. Thompson. Yeah. Um. Again, I thought this was a Nickelodeon movie between Amanda Bynes yeah. and Keenan Thompson being in it. This is yeah, yeah, this yeah. is where he meets his boss, and also like this. This is the point at which I'm like, why is no one like, why are you blue? Like, he ha- <laughs> people just right. don't really react to it. It's weird. He's um, also yeah. kind of racist to his boss's wife. Uh-huh. Yes. Yeah, because And also bad. keeps like, uh, you know, yeah, like saying her name wrong. And again, a way that comes off as kind of racist in a way that, hey, when you're in this hot of water, maybe don't do that. 
I honestly don't think it's kind of racist. He calls her like Shaniqua well, yes. and Shanene yes. and her name is Chandra. It's like, yeah, it's yes. not cool. Uh, but he, the boss is like, okay, you lost 30 million on the premiere, which it didn't seem how that was going. It seemed like it was going well, but I guess not. Yeah, it seemed people liked it, but I guess, yeah, the president thought it was like, people yeah, that's going to fucking bomb. And stuff. Yeah. 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 The- so the party, yeah. yeah, yeah, okay. So he tells him, um, you know, y- you, y- hey, you don't understand. Uh, oh, he's like, so I'm gonna pull the plug on Big Fat Liar, and he's like, well, I have a crazy presentation I'm gonna give, and then you're gonna love it. And he's like, okay, you get one chance. He goes yeah. into the back room. Monty, his assistant, is like, so what's your idea? And he screams, I have no idea. I, which yeah, is, I do again, like how he's like good, breaking pretty good down. delivery. Like He's also like, in this right scene, here. he's ditched the maroon suit and is now wearing like a a, ber- a black beret, which is very funny with his uh-huh. his whole thing. He's got like a red yeah. blazer yes. with his blue skin. Um, uh, Frankie Muniz and it Amanda. It's still a look. Yeah, I'm not sure if it's a good one, but it is a look. Sure. <laughs> Muniz and Bynes walk uh, in, which I guess they can just get here, which is funny to me. But sure, sure. Um. Uh, yeah, Munez is like, listen, okay, I will get you out of this bind. I wrote the original Big Fat Liar, so I can give you a, a good third act plot twist that'll make your boss like you if you agree to help me. Uh, and he's like, okay, okay, yeah, sure, fine. Yeah, I'll call your dad if you just help me out with this. Which, Frankie Munez, Idiot. come the fuck on, man. Yeah, what the fuck, dude? I, I, I assume that this was part of his plan, and then... And then it's not, and I'm like, oh, what? What? Of course, phase three of the this? plan is to is to appeal to this man's humanity. Right. That'll work. This is also where Monty is for the first time hearing that he c- came up with the idea. Like, so she she's like, wait, so he wrote it, and and GMI's like, no, 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 he wrote an English paper that I based it on, but he can't fucking prove anything. And you know, Monty's like, mm, uh. So you start to see that she's like, oh, right, I hate this guy, and he apparently stole. Uh, then, yeah, Giamatti says, hey, if you help me out, then I'll, you know, you're, uh, I'm gonna, I'll tell everybody you fucking wrote uh, Saving Private Ryan and Aaron Brockovich, too. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, which Giamatti was in Saving Private Ryan. is one of the first things he was in. Um, so then he gets up and, tell, and gives this speech, and, like, I don't really understand it because like yeah i don't it doesn't make any sense why this works <laughs> well it's not just yeah. why it works but i don't even understand what frankie muniz's plan is because he's just describing like stuff that happens in the in his plot and right and he starts listing that and then he he's like he just goes off stri- uh script and starts talking about um like how the movie is about telling the truth basically and like how the truth yeah. will set you free and for some reason the whole party like loves it and acts like they just got a crazy yeah, good it's... campaign speech from a president or something yeah, i don't understand i, I don't really get weird. why this works um but it does yeah and everyone's uh, he's in everyone's good graces again uh the president's like okay i'm satisfied for the time being but yeah uh what was jason's plan i don't know yeah, I- <laughs> no, Jason's plan was literally I will help you, and then you will do me a solid in return. Help you by like writing the movie, I guess. Right? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Sure. Um, 
But then he, uh, oh, he rips the thing out of his ear that was glued. It's a bad plan. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so he gets back in everyone's good graces. He says, anyway, even though I went off script, I will continue to hold up uh, my end of the bargain, obviously. Here, let me call your father. And like you guys said, the fact that Frankie Muniz falls for he literally did this before. He's like, yes, let me call your yeah. dad. And then he doesn't and calls security. He does it again. And yeah. Muniz falls for it. Um, and Monty uh-huh. looks annoyed by it. Uh, Sh- the, really, Muniz's plan should have been, hey, well, he's giving this fucking speech. Monty, you want to call my dad for me? <laughs> yeah, you're another yeah. human. Like, what? yeah, why not? It. He does early say, like, you're the only person who my dad would believe, but I don't know why he thinks that. I feel like there's yeah. other people that maybe he could get. Um, right. They are uh, sitting there in, in like security, getting ready to get carted off. And, you know, you see Monty be like, oh, oh I don't know about this. Um, and then later they're back at the uh, their warehouse. I love that. Yeah, the security guy is like, all right, let's go get you kids packed up. Where are you staying? What hotel? Oh, the warehouse out back? Yeah, you got it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they just take them back, quote unquote, home to the warehouse that they're squatting in. Uh-huh. Um, and he watches over them there. And and I, I think the implication here is that, like, Frankie Muniz is supposed to be just going home and he could just not tell his dad this happened, you know? Right. But, yes. yeah, right. but then... He decides to call his dad and tell him everything that's happened. And he's willing to just yeah, kind of yeah. give up here. Yeah. Right. And so come, come get me. Bynes blah, gives, blah. kinds of gives her like big speech, which is like, you can't give up. Like you're, you're supposed to, you know, this is important to you. And, and, but like, she also looks proud of him when he's like giving a confession yes, to his dad. Yeah. Exactly. Nice. Um, and she's she is also just like pissed that that wolf is gonna get away with it. That's her thing. Yeah, yeah. She's like, you can't right. let this guy get away. with he this. fucking sucks. Oh yeah, he's, he's the awful. Worst guy. He's terrible. <laughs> yeah. If nothing else, the film succeeds at making you be like, wow, dude's bad. <laughs> yeah. Um. But this is when Monty shows up and is like, hey, um, you know my boss? Fuck that guy. <laughs> Yeah, and also, I think everybody in the city also yeah. says fuck that guy. Yeah, I, I love this. Yeah, because he, he's like, I don't know how we're going to get him. He He's just not phased by me. We need an army. And Monty's like, good good thing literally everyone hates him. We can make this work. <laughs> I was going to say, the, the thought I had was because the, the, the studio president tells him, like, Okay, you know what? You've got your funding. Shooting starts tomorrow. If a single thing goes wrong, you're out on your ass, buddy. I would simply... You got this many people against him. Just, like, shut down the set for one day. Yeah. yeah. Done. This is, again... But that's not as fun. (laughs) Yeah. So they, um... They they agree to work together to to fuck over uh, uh, Wolf, Paul Giamatti. Um, And so we get this scene where they are... uh, they're, you don't see anybody's face because they want it to be like a fun reveal, basically. When right, right, but, but also you've watched the movie, so you know who everyone in this room is. Yeah, and, yeah, and so he's just they're giving. It's kind of good when they first when they start showing up, though. It's pretty good. <laughs> yeah, yeah. When so they're they're giving this big plan to to everyone who's involved. Uh, and they're like, here's what we're going to do. You know, I like when the uh, security guard shows you're up. You're all good in the your fields that... and you hate this guy. 
and we're going to get him. Um, and Amanda Bynes also does like a thing where she like gets too worked up about like fuck. Yeah, this guy. yeah it's, it's one of the, it's one of the one of the jokes that go too long in this movie. I feel like there was one earlier yeah. with um the limo driver. Yeah, that just went for way too long. Oh, and she this does one the, went for way yes. too long. There's a couple that just they need to stop earlier. Um, but yeah, so he he's. He separates them into teams, and it's he's like doing it like it's a Star Wars like battle plan. He's like gold team, right? Yeah, you're this. Is Paul Giamatti just dressing up in random outfits during this scene? I, yeah, he's like trying to figure out what he's gonna wear to the first day of he, shooting. He does like a Matrix outfit, but also he's like yeah. doing it's the weird. robot. I don't understand. It's just yeah, it's weird. He's just mugging. Yeah, yeah. Um, in the morning he's no longer blue. Uh. And he's so excited about it. He he talks yeah. to Monty and is like, "Hey, uh, you know, I didn't get sleep because I scrubbed myself with turpentine, but uh, I'm back. Here we go." Um, this is when he uh, calls his driver the R word, which oh boy, yep, uh, yeah, God, it sucks. It's yeah, you know, it's like one of those things where you watch Bill and Ted and you're like, whoa, the, the F word yeah. does not belong in this movie. Um, right. But yeah, so he he uh, his driver is, by the way, Turk, uh, Donald Faison, yeah. Frank. Uh, and he he says like, hey, it's me. And, uh, you know, instead of being like, wow, this, my life will be in this person's hand, I sh- hands who I fucked over. I should be concerned about that. He's like, haha, you didn't get to act. Fuck you. It, you know, just yeah, idiot. Yeah. Yeah. It's, right. it's really fun. It's, it's, so yeah. Now, fuck that yeah. Guy. They, they do their whole little plan. Uh, the limo, they put like a VFX fog machine into so that it looks like it's broken down on the side of the road. And he starts having like a, yeah, you know, Turk starts pretending to have a mental breakdown over this. Yes, uh, and he's to like touching him and, and like hugging him, and it's like I can I can fix it. And Giamatti's freaking yeah. out. Jaleel White pulls up in his in his it's like Camaro. So good when he when Jaleel White pulls up, I I did not expect him to come <laughs> he's back wearing, for some reason. He's wearing. So I was surprised. His outfit's fantastic. He looks so it's cool. Very good. He's got driving gloves, like a white jacket, black driving gloves. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And, and as we as we will find out, he likes to go fast. Right, right. And Paul Giamatti is so freaked by <laughs> much like Sonic the Hedgehog. You're saying, yes, much exactly. Like Sonic the Hedgehog, he likes to go yeah. fast. He's so freaked by by Turk uh, that that he gets in the car. He like jumps into the car, and uh, Donald Faison is like, "Haha, who's the bad actor now?" Which is is cute. I like that. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We keep cutting back to uh, to. Um, Muniz and and Bynes like quote unquote coordinating this at, at like fucking right. switchboards and I'm like what are they doing yeah. Yeah. I don't understand what, nothing yeah also they made a lot it of graphics cool. overnight yes <laughs> they've Listen. got all, they've got like a whole PowerPoint deck they're going through they have for so all many and again I this is fun because everybody gets a little bit where they get to be fun and the act like <laughs> right. the, the cast is fun, but literally their plan is like drive him around. And I don't uh, it like, yeah, but they're also being, it's also crazy like, shit's the, happening. The, yeah, their, their plan is to psychologically torture. That's true. Yeah, yes, that is what's yes. happening. Yeah. That's true. It's awesome. Because, yeah, I they're love going it. too fast. And they're like out in the middle of the desert. So Paul Giamatti like, bails you guys, out you guys of the car. Talk about how like he doesn't get it as bad as the home alone guys. 
Yeah. But like that that I, I, I find that movie hard to watch because of that those That's things. Fair. Like I, I I much prefer sure. this than breaking the man down for psychological torture. I, I much prefer sure. that. I do <laughs> love that Julio White like all he does is just drive really fast and it scares yeah. Paul Giamatti so bad that he bails <laughs> out of the moving car, which it's so yeah. good. What he's like, I'm going to do it. He's like, do it, do it. <laughs> like, do whatever yeah, you got to do, do for you, man. Yeah. It's great. I really do. So I like good. it. It kind of, Julio White in this does not get that much time in this, but it kind of reminds me no. of like the Wayne Brady sketch where, where like he's <laughs> he's like oh yeah you're the nicest guy and he's like oh I'm crazy actually like it's sort of <laughs> yeah, that. yeah right um and then uh so Paul Giamatti is just sitting there like what am I gonna do uh right and he calls up Monty who's like don't worry we'll get a ride for you and then a helicopter descends and it's the old stunt guy who didn't get to go to the birthday party he didn't he's get like, oh, to see a don't. clown get murdered. Yeah. Borrow this helicopter from the set. We'll get you there, too sweet. Don't you worry about it. Yeah. Yeah, to be fair, this stunt coordinator guy is, is not free of sin. His 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 grandchildren were murdering clowns. Well, true. Well, yeah. you know. Uh, Nephew, sorry. <laughs> but he's like, don't worry, I, fl- like I flew towards a nom, I, so sh- I can do this. The shot of the helicopter coming up on Baldi Amati is, like, such a good shot. It's so like, it's like the long shot of the road and the helicopter's there. Like it's legitimately like I was like, that's a really good shot. It, yeah, it's extremely <laughs> that's dramatic. That's wallpaper. Like uh, if, you, if you just show this shot, you think it's from like a thriller or an action movie or something. You know what I mean? Like yeah, yeah. he's free and, and he freaks out because he doesn't know what's going on. He gets in. Uh, <laughs> they then fake that the helicopter is gonna go down. Uh. And that's so good. And yeah, because it's a movie helicopter. I was so like, they I was like, like, are fake they emergency like, But I was shit. like, are they going to crash this helicopter to fuck this guy over? Like, are they going to ruin this helicopter? Right. Well, but well no. what happens is honestly about as funny, which is that the stunt coordinator is like, yeah. anyway, there's only one parachute. Hold on tight. <laughs> and Paul Giamatti's like, uh-huh. at this point, mentally broken, admittedly. Like, yeah. Uh, yeah. And, uh, and they jump out and then and then there's like a there's like a tarp that has fake controls on it that peels back and that's where the the uh like co-pilot was hiding and then he yeah. rescues the yes. helicopter out of its tailspin which yeah. is very funny and right yeah the stunt guy tells him well hold on tight the only one parachute i feel like as far as the stunt guy is concerned well if you die they ain't my problem yeah basically <laughs> yes <laughs> a lot of that night with this guy being like what if we simply killed the man (laughs) no 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 we can't kill him i'm just saying guys stunt accidents happen every day yeah lee majors is like the plane could end here it would be a lot easier we don't have to do that uh but yeah so um we also see here that uh turk is picking up his parents from the airport frankie Muniz's parents from the airport um yeah 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 they so Giamatti bails out. You, there is a f- pretty good shot of him like running up to the uh, uh, the the studio because he did make it. So they got close enough. Um, <laughs> right. And then Frankie it's like a slow mo scene of him walking up with this with the parachute guy. Right. And then yeah, Frankie yeah, Muniz yeah. shows up. Paul Giamatti knows he's late already. 
And I also uh, want to point out that that Monty went up to the to like the main like uh, the guy funding it. Yes, his yeah, boss. And, president. Yeah, yeah. And she was like, "Yeah, uh, he's late. Bad. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he bad. Just say, yeah. He's like, where is he? Late. <laughs> bad. <laughs> yeah, like, <laughs> uh, the shot of Paul Giamatti like with his hair crazy and crazy eyes as he's walking up is very good. Yes, I, I just saw yeah, it now. Yeah. It's a good shot. So, uh, him and Frankie Muniz have like a uh, showdown in like the main street of the Wild West it's set. So you know? good because <laughs> he stole Mister Funny Bones. Uh, right, the the, the stuffed monkey. Yes, yeah, yeah. Which again, set up earlier is the only thing he cares about. So much so <laughs> right. that he's like, I guess I'll miss my first day of shooting and oh, go get yeah. this monkey. Uh, yeah. Right. So. Which I guess that's where the psychological torture comes in. He needs to be in a frazzled state of mind where he's not thinking rationally. Right. Exactly. Uh, so he chases. So then we just have a fun Hollywood set chase. You know, every scene they're like, "Ah, oh, we're running through a different set." But, yeah, and they and they run. We're through, in the Wild uh, West. We're in Chris- India. We're they, in yeah. They run through a Christmas movie, and this this is my favorite Christmas movie. <laughs> Perfect. There you <laughs> Great. go. Great. Um, he. <laughs> And then we cut to, uh, or not cut, but they finally end up on a rooftop. Uh, and we didn't mention this earlier, but uh, John Cho, who is playing the director, he's like a John Woo like joke because he, yeah. he's like, I love right, doves. Right, he wants to keep doing doves. Yes. Yeah. Um, and when they walk up onto the roof, there's so many doves, and. Uh, they don't really call attention That's your first to it. Clue that this is a ruse, right? Uh, oh, there's another like uh, ableist thing here, but yeah. Um, so they both dive for it. Uh, the shooting style is all of a sudden wild and like a hundred different angles, uh, which is very funny because Do then Zach he probably temporarily uh, yeah the, says, "Hey, it's over, kid." Cuts of different angles of them like fighting for this monkey, just like. The director said he wanted to do this scene in. Yep. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, like, Frankie Muniz is like, oh, come on, man, you stole my story. He's like, that's right, I stole your story. I'll admit it right here. Hey, everybody, I stole this kid's story. But no one's listening, kid. It's not like this is some kind of movie set or something. <laughs> <laughs> I do like him looking around and seeing all the camera people waving. Yeah, I like, I yeah. like how obvious they are. Like he was so like tunnel brain on this kid that he didn't notice any of this. And <laughs> yeah, some of them were hidden, and then as it keeps going, more and more. No, that guy was just like well within <laughs> eye shot. You, yeah, yes. And you I, could have seen I like him. that he's saying never ever times infinity will I ever you know admit to it. The the camera is yeah. spinning around them really fast. Yes, and then it yeah. reveals John Cho, and he's he's like, "What's up? I filmed the whole thing. I told you we love a hundred angles and dubs. Suck it. It's very funny." <laughs> It's really good. Uh, And yeah, and then it zooms out, and not only were they filmed, but also, like, below this roof is, like, the entire studio, Muniz's parents, uh, the boss. The heavyset woman was the PR lady, and she was supposed to get people, like, the, the, like, Hollywood press here to check out the stunt, so she's got all of the media here to watch. Yes. And then she, like, spitefully eats a Twinkie because that's the fat joke he made about her. Yeah. Yep, yep. And and, and and this part here, like, 
like his whole life is ruined. He's like the, his 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 boss is like you stole this idea from a thirteen year old boy, and and PLG Man goes he was a fourteen year old boy, and that's like a callback to like a joke yes. that kept happening that we never really mentioned before. But what yeah, I love about yeah. this is like, and when he's up on that building, I was is. I was like, what is he going to do next? Like, after this? He absolutely like, like, has... The, yes, the next thought he has is, well, may as well kill this child. Yes. I'm fucked either way. Yeah. Yes. A hundred percent. He's like, well, I will kill the boy then. Like, they, yeah. they, he does In front of everybody. He's like, I'm already fucked. Sure. I guess I'm going to kill this child. And Ob- Frankie Buna has planned on this. Yes. He planned on this. Yeah. <laughs> He was at least prepared in case. <laughs> he jumps off the roof into one of those big fun airbags because he saw it earlier and said, hey, that looks fun. Uh, and so he set that up so he could escape uh, from from Paul Giamatti. Uh, and his parents are there and everybody. Oh, and he did say, hey, you taught me a valuable lesson. The truth isn't overrated. I should tell the truth. Uh, and then yeah, Paul Giamatti. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the moral of a story. Tries to psychopath yeah. murder him. Yeah, absolutely. Right. <laughs> um, what I like is that after all this, he's just like, "Hey, we got a movie to shoot, huh?" Acting all crazy. Come on, let's make some magic. And and I'm sorry, this is kind of a dark joke, but I got really worried for a second about what he was gonna do. That next. he was gonna just jump off the like, just kill yeah, himself. I was like, what the <laughs> fuck? like that can it <laughs> and it doesn't but i was i was legit like he's acting like this is guy's gonna kill himself that's the thing about right. paul giamatti and why like i think he's fun in this movie but it's probably why he hasn't been in a ton of kids movies is he does have that like he doesn't say i'm gonna kill this kid you just see in his eyes i'm gonna kill this kid like paul giamatti right, you look at paul giamatti you look him in the eye and you see yeah, he has the capacity to murder a child. Right, that's the yeah, thing. He is not like another actor might may, might look like. Oh, I'm gonna get him, but this right. is like I am going to fucking strangle the life out his, of him. His energy his is just like, a little too wild, I guess. Is why you <laughs> sort of thought right because you're like, well, this man's insane. So what is he gonna do next? Uh, um, instead, everyone just leaves. Uh, and he he says you're all fired, and there's a, a a funny delivery of someone from off screen just just yelling "You suck, Marty!" And that I got I liked that yeah. that was funny. And then we cut mm-hmm. to the premiere of the film uh, that stars Turk. So now he gets yeah. to be an actor. So He's I guess maybe they man. hadn't shot the movie at all of them in the trailer, or maybe they had to start it from scratch. I get the idea that it was like previs, like it was it wasn't. You know, sometimes they will put out a, tr- a teaser that doesn't have anything from the movie. I guess that's what it was supposed to true. be. I guess so. Is that yeah. usually before movies, though, in theaters? Uh, yeah. Well, right, that's it, what it, we're it, saying. It, it, was, it was before a movie. There was a, it was a trailer fault, like, preceding. No, sure. I They'll put a teaser in front of a movie, but, like, yeah. I also feel like that's usually, you can get away with that for, like, a big movie, not, like, here's a weird fucking... Yeah, totally original story about a guy that lies and gets big but no i think i think they just like let's redo it and it's now it's now it's it's frankie Muniz's movie <laughs> right right uh and then because, he, because they were all so into the movie idea and, I, and that's that's one of the most unbelievable things about this movie is that we're supposed to believe that this is the, this is the sickest movie ever everyone <laughs> loves this concept 
It's the full time job. Really is a giant up man. Concept movies. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Nobody can get over the idea. Wait a second. You're telling me he lies and he get big? Oh my goodness. (laughs) And he got feet because they do keep showing the big feet also. And he says, Uh what can I say? I got big feet is like the last thing he says, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Really quickly, I had said earlier, uh, it's, you know, the thing that saves this movie is like every person is kind of good. Like all the actors uh, yeah, I'm so sorry. Uh, his teacher from the beginning, who is in this scene because everybody is here to see his his big day, uh, yeah. is fucking Sandra O oh from uh, from Killing Eve and Grey's Anatomy and oh yeah oh yeah uh, so like she's super famous. I did not recognize her. Um, so hey, whoops. Uh, it's it's yeah a lot of <laughs> a lot of people in this. Um, yeah. Uh, and yeah, I, I appreciated that that like he's Frankie Muniz is next to Amanda Bynes, and they do not kiss because they they don't have that energy at all. But no, I they're just buds. I thought they were gonna because it's a movie, but they don't. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I appreciate that. that. The, the, I like the stinger it. is that Paul Giamatti. The only job he can get in this town is going back to being a birthday clown, letting kids kick the shit out of him. But he does I like the part where Frankie Muniz's dad is like, "You did good, kid." Oh, <laughs> that's a scene that happens. Yeah, yeah, but. But yes, he's a clown, and I will say that importantly, he does have Mister Funny Bones or Monkey Bones or whatever his name is. Yeah, uh, yeah who yeah. is He'll also a clown with him. So at least he got that going for him. You would think he would not allow such a precious item to him be in the presence of violent children. I think it's literally the same house as he got beat up at <laughs> earlier. Probably. Why are they gonna get two locations? Yeah. Uh, but it's the monster truck guy. I don't know if we said that. And his yeah, it's kid. the monster truck guy, and he has his kid kick him oh, in the nuts. Okay. And that's how the movie see. ends. Yes, yes, yes. So uh, funny. This oh, movie hilarious. is uh, 84 minutes long before the credits begin. Yeah. It is very short. Uh-huh. Uh, yep. But hey, that's okay. I like that about it. I like that it was short. Yeah, nothing wrong with a short one. It was a brisk movie. I enjoyed it. Yeah. I actually like that too. I also, I'm sorry, I like I, I forgot that the uh, the monster truck kit guy is wearing a purple and black mesh shirt, and his child is also wearing the same purple and black mesh shirt, and I just think that's funny. Uh-huh. So you know it. So you know he's the he's the dad. It's yeah, that's know. how you tell. <laughs> uh, but that's the movie. It and uh, Luke, I'm mad because I yeah. as we talked through it, I realized I actually kind of liked it. It's okay. Yeah, <laughs> it's a Christmas miracle. I, like, I really, I think Frankie. I'm, I'm really curious. I kind of want to go watch some Malcolm in the Middle because I honestly just find him kind of frustrating and like irritating. And I wonder if yeah. I would. Yeah, I was I, never really big into him. I liked Malcolm in the Middle as a kid, but I, I don't know if. If it would work well, for me. I, I have not watched a ton of Malcolm in the Middle, but my impression has always been like part of that show is that he's kinda like Yes. He's smarter than everybody, but he's still a fucking child, and like that's frustrating in its own way. We're like Yes, he is you know, kind of an ass yeah. in, on purpose in that show. Like they, right. they acknowledge that yeah, he's I, I never kind of shitty really, to people. So I, I never really got into Malcolm in the Middle as a kid because it was it kind of felt mean spirited to me. It, so I never really it got into it. It starts out meaner, but it becomes broader and like the That's good. Like like, like the, the fucking th- 
the the scene I know from Malcolm in the Middle is like he asks his mom why she's like kind of being an asshole to him, and she's like, "Because you're really smart, and you're gonna be like the fucking president someday, and like you have to remember yeah. what it feels like to be a normal person." Yeah, there's some good stuff in there, and and his dad is obviously fucking. Oh my god! Yeah, I, I mean, yeah, can't remember uh, his yeah, name. Yeah, I'm not saying like there's Brian no value Cranston. to it. Right. I just think personally, I didn't like vibe with it. Totally, you couldn't remember the name of Zordon I, himself. I'm sorry, I forgot Brian Cranston slash Zordon's name. Uh, but yeah, he. <laughs> one of the things about that show is he starts out as like just kind of a dumb guy, but like the writers kept making him stupider and like to where he's like dumber than Homer Simpson and just seeing if right. Brian Cranston would do it. And he, he always thought it was funny <laughs> and never was like, this is too far. So they just kept right. making him dumber. And that's really good. <laughs> it's, it's, there's some good stuff in there. I just, yeah. Um, but everything else I really liked. So like, I thought the man of binds is fun. Uh-huh. I thought all the, like all the side characters are pretty fun. And Paul Giamatti, I like love. I'm, I have to rewatch shoot him up. I think after watching this because he's so like he's he's this character if he was an assassin instead of uh a uh yeah and it's just fun i've been been thinking of rewatching that movie because like yeah it's kind of bad but i kind of like it in that it's like a weird parody that's played for straight i don't know maybe we'll have to watch lady in the water I don't want to watch that. <laughs> no, but we could though. Uh, it's not. That's not from our childhood, Luke. We can't do that one. I mean, is it not? <laughs> I I I don't know. It wasn't from my childhood. When did it come out? Yeah, you, Luke, tell us what year it came out right now. I I don't know offhand. Jesus Look Christ! It up. I'm looking it up. <laughs> 2006. You're right. I was like a teenager by that point. Yeah. So what the fuck? Oh, I forgot. I don't know. I was listening. To Sandra O's. I was graduated in 2006. Fuck. I was listening to Sandra O's credits, and I forgot she's also in Sideways with Paul Giamatti the next year. So there you go. What the fuck? Uh, so uh, maybe some people met on this set, and and hey, maybe it was important to film history, but probably. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, because Sideways is so important to film It was a really big indie hit at the time, and I think a lot of people came out of it, but I was, yes, I was also kind of kidding. Um, he, yeah, I'm looking at Paul Giamatti's, like, IMDb, and, like, for somebody who I really, like, I really enjoy, and, like, he's got such a specific persona, he's, like, not... Oh, he was really good in the um, uh, in the Straight Outta Compton movie as their as uh, their producer. He's he's good yeah. in that. Um, I feel like the the John Adams was it an HBO show? Yes, he yes but he got a lot of like people like accolades that, for that. Yeah. But he has not been in like that many like big movies, I guess. Uh, but. Yeah. I, he, I mean, whatever. Now he's on uh, I, billions on HBO and has been for like six seasons, so he's probably right. doing just fine. Um, but yeah, that's. I mean, I'm glad I watched it. It was it was fun. It was fun to talk about you guys with. It was interesting to do a movie like this that I had not seen at all. Sure. Um, because I feel like usually I've got some nostalgia. Even Clockstoppers, which I'd only seen like once before. Um, yeah. But yeah, thanks for picking it, I guess, Luke. I didn't I, think that I sure would say that welcome. earlier, but <laughs> I, I, I had never seen this movie either, and I had a I had a really fun time watching it. 
I mostly thought it was a big turd, but there are a few spots I smirked at, so, you know, hey. It's fine. Maybe you needed to be high when you watch it. I was stoned. I, I was think hell, hell. I probably I helped, a great yeah. time. I think I just, it, it's like a lot of people that I like, and I get to see them do, like, their little bit, and then go to the next person that I like, and I, so. I mean, I'll say, I also had to watch National Treasure 2 Book of Secrets this week, so this was not the worst I'm film so, I watched this That's week. good. I am so excited to hear y'all talk about that, because on the episode where you announced it, you were like, everybody says it's yeah. just as good as the first one, and then watching y'all's tweets as you watch <laughs> it, uh, I, can't, no. I can't wait. I'm so excited. They I both watch suck, but the first one's at least fun. The second one's just boring. Yeah, I remember it being bad. Yeah. Um it it's not a good so movie. I'm excited to to hear that. But uh yeah, thanks everybody. Merry Christmas. I'm glad we did get to do Merry this. Merry Christmas. Yeah. Um I guess to do you wanna plug speaking of, do you wanna plug stuff, Luke? Sure. You can follow me on Twitter for now at least at SSJ Speed Racer. <sighs> Uh, you can find other shows that I do on AudioEntropy.com, such as, uh, at this point, the point you're listening to this will probably, I don't know exactly, how far of a lead time we got on this, do you think? Uh, I'm, I imagine that it'll be out in the next week or two, or probably week, a week-ish. Okay, it's either you can listen to Reprise Off, our podcast series about the movie Face Off. Or... <laughs> Jesus Christ. A series? <laughs> it's not a series, well, it's one episode. <laughs> It's a one-episode series. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, or my wife, she loves that reprise show, our Columbo podcast that we're doing after that. Oh, my God. I'm so excited. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you can also listen to um, – Crystal just put up our new episode of MCU Complete Me I'm Presents so Show e- Me the Bat Cave. I am so excited to listen to that. About the 1979 Superman. A movie I really thought was better than it turned out to be. Not <gasps> what a – what a Ooh. disappointment! Can I, can I, I am, ask you a question? I am intrigued. I, we have not rewatched it yet. I, I yeah. obviously have not sure. watched ask, it ever. Oh. Ask me a question. You don't Zach. have to cover a ton of this, obviously. But is no, sure, is sure, 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 Christopher sure. Reeve good as Superman? That's the only thing I yes. remember that is. Imp- I think he is good as okay. Superman. I think Gene Hackman is really good as Lex Luthor, and that is and everything else is bad. Pretty close to where my praise okay. ends that's, for that. Movie. As long as as long as that holds up, I'm like okay, fine. Then yeah, that's but yeah. Yeah, I believe yeah. you for sure. It's been a very long time mm-hmm. since I've seen that movie. It's very like, you know how you can talk about how like superhero stories can sort of be intrinsically Randian because they're about like a single uh-huh. great man like solving all the world's problems uh-huh. and like that that was a movie made before that was a thing people even thought to grapple with. So it's just that, but like it's that's not even true. subtext. It's just like here it is, basically. Right, just like it, it is that, and that's a good thing. Oh right, sure, yeah. <laughs> right, like why would that be? A, why would you have a problem with that? Gotcha. <laughs> um, cool. Yeah. So the, you know, um, the, you you know that movie to, yeah. they made with like it was like Superman Returns yes, or something. The weird. The weird. Yeah, sequel. that was like a weird sequel to that. Um, it was a sequel to a cut of Superman 2 that never actually came fucking out. Fucking a wild it, thing to do. Go ahead. But it, but it was also just like a remake of the first movie and that like it Kinda, has like, this, yeah. it has the exact well like yeah, there's a part where Superman saved Lois Lane from an air vehicle. There's a part where right, right, the, right. there's a montage of him helping random people and then and that like, was the right. first Superman it's, movie it's I ever watched. It's kind of the same movie as that. Yeah. But like 
But I, I remembered the first movie being a lot better than that. But I'm curious to see how like they stack up together rewatching. Yeah, I haven't it. seen Superman Returns in a long time, so I couldn't really say. Um, yeah, and we're not go like. The- Crystal mainly wants to talk about the filmography of Zachary Snyder, so we're skipping over a lot of history here and That's just going fair. straight to Watchmen. So. God. <laughs> that movie. <laughs> she wanted to skip straight to the DCEU, and I was like, no, 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 motherfucker. I'm if we're so doing excited. this, we're doing this. I'm we gotta watch so, I'm Watchmen. I'm so excited. I can't wait to hear that. Yeah. The Watchmen uh, so trailer got me more hyped yeah. than probably anything ever has, and then Great trailer, great opening credit sequence, yes. and then the, there's a movie. Unfortunately, and that was after like that. right when I. I feel like that was right when I was like, "Oh, things that are based on things I like can still be bad, though." Like that's when I, f- I started was, figuring that out. I think I was, I was like seventeen when that movie came out. I liked that movie when it came out. It took me a while to realize. Oh wait, no, this sucks. I was already reading manga and watching anime at the time. I knew what the that there could be bad adaptations. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> perfect. I love you. Uh, anyway, yeah, you can also listen to Idol on Playtest. Yeah. It's an actual play RPG podcast. Uh, I GM it. It's two different campaigns that release on alternating weeks: Idol on Disco and Idol on Ska. Uh, they're stories about mystery solving teens in a small town in Kentucky. Uh, one is Disco is set in 1979. Ska is set in 1999. Uh, it, we're playing Eidolon Become Your Best Self. It's an RPG me and my friend Molly wrote together. It's a good time. All right. Dang. Cool. Uh, Emily, is there anything you'd like to plug? No. <laughs> okay. Uh, <laughs> Cassie? Yeah, I'm good. Sweet. Uh, for me, you can listen to Teenagers with Attitude. You are, but you can do it in the future as well. Yeah. And you can continue to. We'll come back and we'll be talking about. I hope you keep listening. Yeah, I hope you do too. We'll we'll continue to talk about uh, Lost Galaxy, which I'm still pretty much enjoying. So come back uh, and we'll do that next year. And uh, Merry Christmas, everybody. Happy Holidays. Thanks, everybody. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Happy holidays. Merry holidays. For listening Merry to holidays. us. Merry and, holidays. Uh, we look Happy forward, Christmas. <laughs> we look forward to making some more stuff for you next year. Uh, I don't know how I'm going to... Okay, well, well, we'll just do a normal sign-off, and we haven't done anything. Four teenagers with that, actually. I've been Zach. I've been Luke. <laughs> what? I've been Cassie. Yes, perfect. <laughs> yes. I'm <laughs> I'm sorry. Okay. All right. Uh, may the power protect you always. Good night, everyone. <laughs> I'm sorry. Was that bad? <laughs> <laughs>